across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. Oh, it's not, it smells of men. I've said this before, but they really, those uh, Gould brothers have a real, a very powerful scent. I'm sure if we were to check the corners, they'd be damp. Ian Lee, Talk Radio, uh, your call straight to air after midnight, but more importantly, what have you bought and only ever used once? Bashy-bashy-bashy, dear listener. Just setting up the studio to my own personal taste. Uh, if you want to uh, know what the show looks like... Oh, there we go. Look, we'll move it around in a bit. We are live, live, dear listener, on um, 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 Periscope. That's what they call it, isn't it? That's what mm-hmm. they call it. You can watch us if you want. I don't know why you'd want to, um, as it's going to be quite a one-sided um, conversation, because you won't hear the phone calls on the uh, Periscope, but... Uh, Hi. The other thing is, it's not like the old show where we play records and, and talk about the really juicy stuff. You talk, I'm going to move this around a little bit. Now, all the juicy stuff is on air. You know, we use it all on you, so gonna... there's no inside track really, is there? But, you know, if you like it, then that's fine. They don't, I don't suppose they particularly want to see you, but it'll be... Oh. Now, am I in that shot? There we go. A little bit there. There we go. I don't know how to make it point Why don't down. you do it that way, so it gets both of us? <sighs> well, I'll do it. Tell you what, because you're, you're more important. But I don't know how to make it point down. Well, let me have a waggle. You do that. You do that. Evening, dear listener. Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Good evening, Id. Good evening. Everybody has lost something today. Everybody's got something to hide except for me and my monkey. Johnny Gould has lost a beard. Id has lost his glasses. You're wearing the contact. I was going to say, you're making it sound like I've actually physically lost my glasses and can't see anything I'm doing tonight. <laughs> I don't like... I don't like contact lenses. They're like Wonder Bras. They're misleading. <laughs> it won't fit there. It won't fit there because it's a tripod. It has to take up a certain amount of space. Put it back where it was. They're like Wonder Bras, Id. They are misleading. If I were to meet you in a bar, i think you had good vision. Mm. We get home... And you go, I'm just going to pop these out. And then suddenly, you're you're walking around like um, Al Pacino in the scent of a woman. That, that That's probably a pretty accurate description. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, the way the show works, did, well, and that's that's one of the phone-ins tonight, is what have you lost? What have you lost? 0844-499-1000. We call you back, so don't even worry about that. Busy show tonight. Busy show tonight. I'm a little bit hyper. The meds that I'm on... Well, they made me very, very sleepy. I'm on these new pills, Catherine. Metazapine, right. Uh, Ed needs to turn your microphone on. You need to turn the microphone on, your plum. Come on. Come on. Chop, chop, boy. Chop, chop, boy. I've just thought who Ed looks like. Oh, is it, are you going to say ha- Harold Bishop? Because no. that's what you said about Johnny Gould. No. It's another... Do you have to make it point down? He, he, he looks like a it. young Alf. You're flaming galah. Yeah. So if they were to do a Home and Away the early years, yeah. they'd get this fella. Yeah. Same accent. Well... Um, so I'm on this metazapine, right, as well as Mr. Talipram, and uh, I've been on it for just under a week, and the first thing it does is it makes you sleep 
like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. Sleep. Slept for 12 hours the first night. I'm sleeping in the day. I am, what's the word I can use? Zombified. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm like a zombie in the day. But then today, oh, au contraire, milady. I was up, up, up an atom. It was insania. It was you like were buzzing. A, I was buzzing. I got loads of stuff done this morning. I'm sat at home going, oh, I couldn't read. I couldn't play a computer game. I set the dog for a walk. What was that first noise you did? Mm-hmm. You sat at home going, oh. Oh, I was buzzing. It was like I was coming up on a pillow. So it was horrible. It, I mean, it was it was good, but it was horrible because I knew it wouldn't last. And it nearly, I nearly went for a Burton when we went out for our Chinese meal. And I said, Kath, I think I'm going to puke up in the streets. It was like the 90s. I was reliving the 90s. I didn't puke up in the street, guys. That didn't happen. But um, um, I feel a little bit, my eyes are a bit bulgy. My head feels like it's made of aero. It, it could be... Um, a tough show tonight. I don't, is that now? Is that aircon actually on? It's because on. I, I can feel it blowing on I me. I can't. Fi- I'm not feeling cool, man. I'm not feeling cool, man. What have we got tonight? So, what have you lost? Mm-hmm. Things you've bought and only used once. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Coming up after midnight, uh, we'll have um, Johnny Eccles, the lead guitarist from the rock group Love. We'll play some of them a little bit later on. Uh, we will play... So, ah, I've got some messages left on the answer phone. You know I gave out a phone number yeah. the other week. There's loads of messages on there. Now, come closer, dear listener. Let me, into, let me let you into a little secret. Initially, I posted the phone number anonymously in various places. I, I posted it in um, Gumtree, Craigslist, and I set up a Twitter account with it, hoping to ensnare some people. I think those are the phone calls we've got tonight, the people that didn't know it was me. And then as we progress, we'll... uh, It will develop into what it is. It will develop into what it is. And also, um, Kyle? Evening. Were you listening to Howard Hughes last night? No, I didn't listen to Howard Hughes last night. Mate, we all know, guys, let's let's just establish the rules here. The first hour of my show on a Monday is talking... It's the We're the Water Cooler. We are stood by, we're obviously not the water cooler, the studio, the show is the water cooler, and we are gathered around the show, water cooler, mm-hmm. discussing last night's television, brackets, Howard Hughes' radio show, Beyond the Paranormal. thing is, I started listening to it, and I kept falling asleep, so I did oh, hear, mate. I heard Princess start talking about how she... Princess Yolanda? Yeah, or Yulanda, Yush- or Yushini, or whatever her name was. So, but her, but she wasn't actually a princess. Her name was Princess yeah. Yushini. That's good though. That's going to get you good tables. Isn't that an album by Mercury Yet Rev, Princess Yushini? Um, what I heard last night was a lot of bullshine, and, and well done to everybody who played along with the hashtag bullshine on Twitter. But Kyle, mm-hmm. something, something happened that I wish had happened to Julia Hartley Brewer. <laughs> Did you hear it, Ed? I, I, missed, I saw it on Twitter, but I, I missed the show. I, wish, I woke up just in time for it. I wished it had happened to Julia Hartley Brewer, not to the delightful Howard Hughes. Someone, um, what's the word they use these days? Not doing a Beatle. They punked him. Mm. They punked him, Kyle. There was a, there was a, a punk prank call to Howard Hughes, um, and we're gonna, we, uh, we have, we've, we've pulled it off. We pulled Howard Hughes off. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it you that rang him? No, no, no. I don't do that anymore. The last time I did that was to Dwayne Chambers on Five Live, and I got the sack from. Let me go through this again. I got the sack from Six Music. I got the sack from the One Show. I got the boot from Watchdog, and apparently I was about to be offered a show on Radio Two, and then that was cancelled. So I don't do prank calls anymore, guys. 
Oh, so you didn't have any, uh, any hand in it then? No, no hand in it whatsoever. There was no hand in it whatsoever, no. Anyway, oh. Carl, so you didn't listen to Howard Hughes last night, which is disappointing. Um, but you've called in for something, Carl. What is it, well, it going to be, buddy? I called, I called in for two things, really. One was, uh, I was listening to Kath's show yesterday, which was excellent. Thank Thanks, you. Sir, Kath. Thanks very much. Well, technically, you say, you say Kath's show. Yep. It's, mm. it's a best of. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a best of. I'm like a magpie. I, I nick all the best bits of other people's shows. And some other bits just to make up the time. I'm just putting headphones by the phone, so maybe people on Periscope can hear. I don't think that's... Oh, it might just it work. Will work. It will work. Can you hear guys on Periscope? Can you hear? Say something, Carl. Uh, hello, testing. One, two, three. Can you hear that, Periscopers? Yes, there you go. You oh, see, well, it works. Good, isn't it? It worked. You see what we've done there? It's like oh. the old um, crystal radio sets. Oh. So, Carl, let's oh, get let's get to the up. let's they are let's get to the point, Carl. Let's get to the point. Come on, come on, Carl. So I was listening to Cast Show, and then after that, technically, I've got to. I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> What's the mm. name of the show, Catherine, that you do on a... What, what day is it? I don't know what day Hello. it is. Hello. I, I, well, it's a Sunday, isn't it? Right. Three, so what's three the name of five. it? Three It's Seven Days of Talk Radio with me, Catherine Boyle. No, 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 no. no. What's the name of it? Seven Days of Talk Radio with me, Catherine Boyle. Seven Days of Talk Radio. Mm. You, you can tell your kids it's with you, Catherine Boyle. We know, we know things. <laughs> it's a best of. It's a best of comp that anybody could do, Carl. So you were listening to the best of comp, yes? Well, it was very good. Thanks. But after, after Catherine had finished, I left the uh, wireless set on. And I heard some DIY bloke, and he called Martin. <laughs> yeah. No, he's the fella from Homes Under the Hammer. Yeah, I heard that. You can't diss him. He's he's genuinely brilliant. He, I got excited because I, I walked past him in the street. He once. put a window in, didn't he? Apparently so. Yes, yes, he did. I wasn't. I wasn't. I, why is your voice gone like? I wasn't dissing him. I you you were a little bit. You were a little bit, Carl. No, not at all. Because I enjoyed it. I listened for the two hours, and then I was thinking. Why don't you do that on your show and make it even more entertaining and maybe, I don't know, do cookery or painting, something like that. So are you saying the show is lacking a certain something? Because I know, I know what we can do to make the show better instantly. You're going to cut me off. No, no, no. Oh, contraire, <laughs> Kyle. I'm going to show you how a phone call should go. Kyle, say, okay. say hello to Alan Caddick. Hello, Good Alan. evening. Hello, Alan. How are you? I'm not bad, how are you? I don't mind. where about from the country are you from? Uh, I'm in London at the minute. Well, where about in London are you? I'm not telling you that, you might come and kill me. No, I'm in the West Midlands. Uh, uh, you see, I know the West Midlands, Stoke and all that, up Hanley no, Guys, can I interrupt for one second, I've got to do a little bit of business, is that okay? Yeah. Just stay there, just stay there, let me pay, let me just pay the rent. Um, hang on. Oh! Uh -huh. 
that's a blast from the past. That's a blast from the past, Ian. Excuse me! Excuse me! Excuse me! Excuse me! Are you ever going to finish? Hello, Vinny. Are you ever going to finish? Why do you ask, Vinny? Just shut it, pal. No, Vinny's all right, Vinny. What are you beefing on about? No, Vinny, this is a heart back to the old days. Are you real? Yes, I am. Who's that? It's Alan. Who's that? Alan Caddick. Yeah, I know it is now. Yeah, I used to call in on one of his old stations. Please don't go. No, it, um, it wasn't one of his... Um, what place would he have in mind? Was it when he was on a commercial station, or did he work for a corporation? Who the hell is Ginger Baker? Never heard of him. Have I won? It, it depends on what the prize is. No, I totally disagree with sex with a robot. What? Yes. It's cardboard, isn't it? Unga, 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 shaga, unga, unga, unga. Never heard of that one. Did we get a word in edgeware here? Well, it depends on what the topic is. Are you real? Yes, I am. Who the hell is Ginger Baker? I've heard of Matt Baker. What was that? He presents the one show. Who? Who, you? No, Matt Baker. He, oh, he's, he's, he's related to Tom Baker, who played the fourth Doctor in Doctor Flipping Who. Flipping it. Oh, God. What was with Doctor Who? A guzzler. No, you're thinking of Sylvester McCoy. Just shut it, pal. No, you tell me to shut it. Who the hell is Ginger Baker? I told you, Matt, he's related to Matt Baker. Can we get a word in Edgeware here? I'm trying to explain something and you're having a go at me. Pimpon. Pimpon, Pimpon. What's that? Who's that? Who's that? Oh, God. Uh, 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 what do you make about talk radio? Evening, dear listener, Ian Lee, talk radio. If you've never heard the show before and you've just heard the first 15 minutes, that's kind of as good as it gets, really. It's probably, if I'm completely honest, all downhill from here. Uh, if you want to take part in the show, it works like this. I sit here, sometimes with Catherine, sometimes with Id, and uh, talk about stuff. I will talk about what's happened to me today, what's happened over the weekend. Uh, some of the stuff... Pit Windy Pop, sorry. Uh, some of the stuff in the papers. You can call in about that stuff, or you can call in about anything else that you want to call in about. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. So Ray's done. Good evening, Ray. Good evening, Ian. How are you, Ray? You're right. Uh, very splendid. Yes, nice to speak to you again. This is my second time on this show. Ray, it's it's uh, a pleasure to um, have somebody here for their second time. It really is wonderful. I'm yes. very I'm very windy. Uh, there is a chance, Ray. I have to yeah. stress this. And there are people watching on Periscope. There is a chance I might throw up this evening. 
Oh, Lord, no, please, no. No, no, well, you say that. I'm I'm not feeling very well. On these tablets, I hate to keep going on about it, but they they have sent me do lally. Honestly, it's like it's New Year's Eve 1996 again. I don't know whether I'm Arthur or Martha, hither or thither. Oh, and, dear. Is, um, there a, is there a commode in the studio? Uh, I, no, there isn't. Um, <coughs> but there, we'll, 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 we'll make it work. We'll make it work, guys, if we oh, have dear. to. If we If we have to, Ray. We'll make it work. That's what we'll do here. I can just see, see poor cats sat there, you know, trying to dodge the chunks. Well, you, you, know, what, you know what they say. <laughs> I don't know what they say, actually. Um, and what you got for us, Ray? Um, I'm going to uh, revisit a topic from last week. Beautiful. Uh, last and this is the thing, fame. guys. Can I just, can I just say, because we've got lots of new listeners. Lots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're getting, we are getting new listeners. Uh, you can call him about anything, and if some shows, some shows on uh, other radio stations, they will ask a question, and they will stick to that question for an hour, right? And if anyone calls in and deviates from that question, yeah, can I bring you back to the question, please? And then the next hour, they do another question, and if someone phones up and says, just, wanna, just go back to what you were talking about at 10, no, no, we're talking about something different. On this show... If I spoke about it six years ago, you can get, you can call in and talk about it. I, honestly, I don't mind. Anyway, have a look. Okay. Yeah, last week you were playing Beach Boy Stinkers. Yes. And uh, you also played the uh, disco version of Here Comes the Night, and, you know, about how they got booed off stage when they played it. Yes. Um, because, uh, well, make, make of this what you will, I'm a mobile DJ, uh -oh. and um, I think it was back in January I actually ended up playing the disco version at one of my shows. And it actually went down rather well. See, in in hindsight, yes, I think the disco version of Here Comes the Night by the Beach Boys is 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 great. But you can you imagine them premiering it at Radio City Music Hall in New York in 1979, <laughs> two years after disco had peaked, and people have gone because they want Surfing USA and the awful Barbara Ann and all of those things. Mm. Um, and then it gets played, and then they get they get booed off stage. I I, I love the Beach Boys because partly because. They have made so many missteps in their career. It's wonderful. It's joyous that they've made so many mistakes. I mean, literally everybody was doing disco back then. Cliff Richard, the Bee Gees, ELO. I mean, for heaven's sake, even Squeeze did a disco song. Hang, well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, Raymond. What disco song did Squeeze do? Well, I'd, I'd say a disco song. Thank it, you. It was a B-side. Um, trying to remember the name of it. Don't remember the name of it. It briefly goes disco. Oh, cut, dude! You cannot diss the Squeezer Tollers with a disco song when it's only a middle eight. Come on. Well, no. Uh, okay, it was a brief visitation. No. No. But, you know. no. 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 Good no. Enough. No. Oh, yeah. Not good enough, sir. Anything else, Ray? Uh, no, that will be it. All right. Cheers, Miss. Thanks for yeah, calling. See you later on. Ta-ta. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I know it's seven pence a minute plus your provider's access charge. We call you back. It's as simple as that, guys. And don't bother with the text or anything. I, I don't. I don't like. I don't really like texts. I, I think a phoning show should be people phoning in and saying stuff. You know, call me old-fashioned. I, I, you can follow me on Twitter at Ian Lee, um, but don't, don't bother texting. Shall we play the? Um, so you didn't hear it last night, Ed. You didn't hear it is our uh, tick off from uh, New Zealand. Kia ora. <laughs> Sorry, local greeting. You got that, the, well, you, the thing is, Sorry. you can't Kia ora. Do... You know, the juice. But why would you say... I, have it. Have it. Sorry. Continue. You're in this country. You will follow our traditions and our rules. <laughs>
coming over here, stealing our tech op jobs. Um, it's it's always nice. It's always nice to have uh, visitors from abroad uh, coming over here and um, working for less than 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 we would work for. So that's great. Well done. Thank you. Um, you so you didn't listen to Howard Hughes last night. No, I saw. I what saw, were you doing instead? I was. Uh, I can't even remember what I was doing. Probably nothing. Drunk. Not, drunk. drunk. Not drunk. Drunk. No. What's the drunk. what's the uh, what's the tipple in um, New Zealand? What's what's the thing that that really? If you go out for a night with the lads, mm. I'm sure you do many times. What would you all be ordering? We'd probably be ordering ordering craft beers at our local pub. So it, it's like beer, but made on a much smaller scale than anywhere else. So local beers. Local beers. Local yeah. beers. Okay, fine. Well, that's that's great. I or don't... possibly a Stein Lager, okay. which is a mess producer. I was just being beer. polite. Okay. Not technically interested, but <laughs> you did. <laughs> you didn't listen to Howard Hughes last no, night. No, I completely missed it. Well, I, we were on. Um, we, I was listening. It's, honestly, it's becoming it, it, two weeks in, and it's my must-listen show on a Sunday night. LBC, LBC, we're doing another three hours of of Brexit. Three-hour Brexit special. Flipping it. And how long have we got till the vote? Like months and months, months and, and years. Months and months. So uh, Howard, for me, right? And it's all bullshit. I don't buy any of this nonsense. I don't. I said bullshit. Don't worry. I don't buy any of this nonsense about um, what they had remote viewers and they had a ghost hunter and they had... Oh, what was the 9-11 conspiracy theory that the guy right at the start had? Within minutes we were on... Anyway, I don't buy any of that, you know, but I enjoy listening to it. I really enjoy listening to it. So, now where have I, where have I hidden it? Let me just find where I've hidden this. I'll put it under... I'll put it under plums. Yeah, there it is. So, um... They've got some. He's got some remote viewers on. Do you know what re- remote viewing is? No, no, no idea. Okay. What it is is people. <laughs> what it is is nothing, basically, right? But um, people pretend that they um, uh, uh, can um, or, or get, get some spooky music. People pretend that they can go into a meditative state, close their eyes, and they can see stuff like thousands of miles away. It turns out as well, they've now started saying they can see stuff that happened in the past or stuff that may happen in the future. Now, these are people that are closing their eyes. They're not watching YouTube or something from a video from the past. No, and they had someone on there who um, could, uh, who'd seen JFK getting shot. Who hasn't? They had (laughs) um, someone who saw Martin Luther King getting shot and i don't think that was filmed so basically it's nonsense right Mm. anyway howard opens the phone lines up and um someone phones in now i've got to stop this to get this this is going um and it starts off like a sensible phone call uh courtney brown is in the u.s courtney can you still hear us yes i can can you hear me howard i can and we've got a caller on for you uh james is online uh james you're on talk radio good evening Good evening, gentlemen. Um, just want to say, uh, first of all, great show. Really enjoying it so far. Thank you, James. Um, thank you. The remote viewing, um, I came across this. I studied at Sheffield Hallam University, and um, it was kind of pulled through from some aspects of a sort of a conspiracy group that I joined initially, and it was, you know, uh, aspects of 9-11. I kind of debunked it at first, but then did some reading into it. And, so were um, you studying this academically, James? I was actually studying business studies mm-hmm. uh, at the time, um, and I fell into sort of a group and learned quite a bit about, you know, remote viewing and the powers. And then, 
you know, there was sort of stories about the JFK assassination and certain people said they'd been and seen what actually happened. And obviously that's a real interest peak. I think whether whatever side of the fence you're on, you're going to be interested. Um, Were you convinced so, by well, the stories? Well, at first not, but as I dive deeper and deeper, I think the thing that sort of turned it for me is one guy actually said, you know, he'd been involved with someone who'd done it in Phoenix um, in the States, and they pulled it through, and they could confirm people on the grassy knoll to the extent of the description um, in terms of an actual trajectory of the bullets. Um, and then he actually told me, you know, other things as well, which seemed at the time to be a bit strange. Um, I mean, what he actually told me was that Marilyn Monroe, um, he told me that she was as hairy as a 1960s porn star. I mean, you know, like a lawn. And okay. it's hard to believe that sort of thing, because she always seemed like she shaved, but no, yeah. hairy. <laughs> James, thank you for that. Uh, you've got a question <laughs> for uh, Courtney Brown. Alan Let's get back on. to the point, yeah? No, we've lost him. Okay. Courtney Brown, uh, this is, uh, you know, obviously the kind of thing that sometimes you get. Um, let's, let's look I, at the project. Now, I love the project to, uh, look at, uh, the assassination of Martin Luther King. I love the way that he, <laughs> he just goes on. Okay. Enough of that. What was your question? <laughs> oh, I love that. Do you know what? We might play that again a little bit later on. Evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. It's Talk Radio. If you want to give us a call, 0844 499 1000. The is the telephone number. Coming up in about two hours' time, we're going live to Los Angeles to um, um, speak to Johnny Eccles, the lead guitarist from Love. Now, I know most of you won't know who Love is. Well, do yourself a favour. Go and download, download. Go and buy it on vinyl, you lazy so-and-sos. Uh, go and buy Forever Changes. One of the greatest albums of all time, and he's on there playing on there. He's coming over with um, a, 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 a kind of... Um, um, it's a long, complicated story, but he's coming over in July to play some gigs, and God damn it, I thoroughly recommend that all of you go and see him for crying out loud. It will be shameful uh, if you didn't. Also, later on, we will um, play your answer phone messages. I gave out a phone number last week. You're right, Kathy, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's handy. Trying to get older, Manny, but his phone number doesn't work. Neither do his eyes. Oh. I wonder if there's a connection. I wonder if there's a correlation. Manny, your phone number, and you know your eyes don't work in an industrial accident. It can happen. Ring us up again. Um, what bits of your body have you lost or broken at work? We can do that. We can do that. We can do that. I tell you what was broken at work. My Soul by BBC Three Counties. Oh, no, that was awful, wasn't it? Broke my soul. Still, it could have been worse. They They broke... Um, BBC broke more than just souls. Well, they they broke our souls, didn't they? Our souls, yeah. Yeah, they did totally. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm feeling tonight. Normally, I last three and a half years in a job. I reckon, I reckon two and a half weeks. <laughs> <laughs> maximum here don't uh, talk uh, talk uh, where are we talk radio that's yes. it that's it um so um we can do that what, 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 I'm, uh, yeah. what have you broke at work what have you broken at work uh, what have you uh, lost over the weekend and um what have you bought and only used once i was looking around my, i've got too many things mm. okay i've got too many things but i like things i did 
I remember once having a dinner, and this dinner will be mentioned again in a few weeks on this show. So I need to pay attention. Well, you do, actually, because at this dinner, is a, f- a future guest on this show was being... Was being got, what? The tense, the tense got all confused there. A future guest on this show was at the dinner to which I refer, which mm. took place, I'm going to say it, 16 years ago. Crikey. Uh, so, shall I tell you who was there? Go on. Shall I tell you who the future guest was? Please. John Ronson was there. Oh, right. Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um, other up-and-coming people, me. I was, a, I, was a, I was a somebody. And Kevin Ligo, who was the, the then head of Channel 4. Right. Okay? And he was telling me, and I wasn't really paying attention, and I think that's why my career stalled. Well. About how, how he had got rid of everything. And I said what you said there. I said, but I like things. He said, no, 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 no. Things clutter the house and they clutter the mind. He may not have said that. I may be giving him more wisdom than perhaps he displayed then. But it's true. And I've got too many things. And I was looking around um, uh, my office. It's called the office because it's got a computer in. And yeah, it's got my records. I like my records. It's got uh, my monkey stuff. And I like a lot of my monkey stuff, although some of it is tat. The Davy Jones Halloween outfit. I didn't need to spend $150 on that. Can't sell it now. The dog ate the box. But I've got loads of stuff. I the the drone that I used once, I used once and it cut my ear. Yeah, and then I bought one because yeah. you said it was brilliant and it cut me. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, 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 it's full. It's full of DVD box sets. that I bought the entire Kids in the Hall series on box set, mm. which I've, I've, not, I've not opened it. I've not even opened it. All of this stuff. So at some point, I want to reach a zen part in my life. Be with you in a second, Manny. Hello. Are you back on the booze? No, 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 no. You just sounded a little bit hungover. No, uh, no, no. Have you have you got a load of stuff? What stuff? Oh, you know, stuff you don't need. Plenty still in the garage. Yeah, it's in the garage. A lot of it's in the garage, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I've got that I bought and never used? Well, I used once, and I can't be bothered because it's such a faff. Pasta machine. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd have a crack at this, and do you know what? It was good fun. I don't need to do it again. You can buy it, it turns out. I've got a steam machine, you know where you do... You can put the fish in and the... Oh, they're milk. good. You should use that more. It's good for you. It's never been used. It's only been used, I think, twice. Oh, the kitchen is full. The kitchen is full of just stuff. That, I mean, I had um, an electric can opener, but it was... But it, you, you, but it did it itself. Yeah. So you clip it on and press a button and it open a can. Did it not stick but, to the wall? My granddad had one that stuck to the wall. I had a magnet that would no, hold the can up while no, it did it. I know the ones you mean. But, um, but great, f- sorry, great fun, used it once, that's it, it's gone. So uh, w- uh, one day, and I'm getting close to it, Kath and Manny, I'm getting close to it. One day, I want to be able to go with a black bag and just put the stuff in the bag. You put the lime in the coconut, the stuff in the bag, and then take it to the dump, and then that's it. you can't it. dump it, though. That's the other thing. I think I could. No. I'm getting close to it. I think I'm a bit too working class about things, because if it's brand new and it's still serviceable, I can't dump it. I'd rather give it to someone. Imagine how you're breathing a little bit heavily there, Manny. I'm waiting to talk to you. Yeah, I know, but you're just a little... It's just starting to sound a little bit... Just back off. I had so much fun. I made myself laugh so much today. I had to phone you up and tell you that I'd made a, hot, a sex crime hotkey. <laughs> um, but I, I'm getting very close to that point in my life where I, I can um, get rid of it all. Don't you feel responsible for it, though? Nope. If it still works? No. Nope. Well, I can't dump it. No. Nope. Don't need it. Don't need it. We don't need it. What do we need? What do we need? We need nourishment. 
We need um, water. Yeah. That's it. Food. Clothing. Well, food is nourishment, Manny. You need you need clothes. You do you though? Yeah. Look at the naked rambler. Le- legally, well, legally he needs clothes. No, he doesn't. He does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. No, though. no, no. Yeah. No, there's no told law. If he carries on flashing it about, he's going back inside. Yeah, but there's no law that says you have to wear clothes. Yeah, but there's a law that says you're not allowed to outrage public decency. And do, ah, that's... do you know he can't see his children because of the way he behaves? No, he can't see his children because of um, he's. Uh, well, I don't know. But, There's a, but it, that's one of the things that's in the but way. Not, but no, but not that's a way. twisting of the law. There is no law that says you have to wear clothes. If we all stripped off, right? If we all stripped oh, off. Oh, is this where this is going? Would the, you stop? <laughs> if we all stripped off, the, were the police going to arrest everybody? I don't think so. I don't think so. I wait four 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 nine nine one thousand. Me speak much sense, Manny, huh? Right, you know, you know, last night... He's going to go straight into his point now. He's He's right. been waiting for a, a gap in the conversation to back his <laughs> articulated lorry. This. this is Birmingham, isn't it? Yep, 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 yep. They can't do it. Here's the thing I noticed in Birmingham when I worked there, Manny, right? And well, I, they were much better callers... Because they the, said all sorts. They had much better callers than, than all of the callers at Three Counties Radio. Sorry about that, Dennis. It's not a nice thing to say to me, you rotten old sod. But, but what they... i in Birmingham. But what you could do... You're West Midlands. But what you could do, Dennis, the three CR callers could do that the WM lot couldn't do, is you could pick up a spontaneous conversation. The ones in WM, and I, I, and I told you about it... And, and I, you, I listened to it, and I heard it, and they would say, yeah, but I didn't phone you to talk about that. They will call in. <laughs> Dennis, we're, we're, Dennis, you and I are now having a spontaneous conversation, aren't we? Yes, certainly. And Manny, you can't do it, can you? Why? I'm waiting to get in. Exactly! He's waiting to get in! <laughs> Go on then, Manny, what are you waiting to get in about? You know last, you know, last night, Howard, Howard's show. Howard Hughes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you know the bloke you was on about uh, who said he can meditate and blah, blah. He said and he can Howard, meditate and blah, Howard, blah, Howard, blah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Howard bought a thing in a box, right? And he, he says, well, um, yeah. Yeah. could you tell me what's in there? He goes, Oh no, he does. I've yeah. got an. I need four hours. There's a surprise. Yeah, there's a surprise. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. You need yeah, four yeah, hours. Yeah. I, need, I need an hour to meditate, <laughs> and then I need three hours to get all the stuff ready. And and he he didn't actually do it. He gives it to somebody else to do actually. Yeah, I didn't understand exactly what his job was. His job was was bullshine master. <laughs> yeah, and then that, and that woman was good. Uh, Princess from, Eugenie from Scotland. From Scotland. Oh, I, oh, I started to, oh, Yeah, she was good. I started to fall asleep then. Mm. Anyway, I'll tell you a quick one. You know, um... Well, hang on, what... Uh, hang on, what... Uh, give, just give it... What, you're going to tell us a quick what? You know, you, you, you want about nudity. Yes, sir. Right. When I moved here, right, in 1990, there's a, there's a young couple behind our garden and their back door is sort of onto our... Upstairs window. You know, their you back door our... goes onto your upstairs window. No, if you when you say our... their back door, is that a euphemism? Hang on, hang on. If you look from our up- upstairs window, you can see into her kitchen. And I swear, the markets. Uh, my dad, right, he used to go upstairs at ten o'clock every Sunday morning. Oh dear! And she used to cook in the nude with just an apron on. Just a apron on. Yeah. Well, you got to watch out for splashback. <laughs> Nudie woman doing the cooking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Flip it, Dennis. You, 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 you. Uh, oh, I've got to be so careful what I say here. Anyway, your, your, your show's abs- absolutely brilliant. I love it, love it, love it. I used to listen to Andy Goldstein, but you're much better. Hey! 
in your clip face! That, clip that, because Goldstein, <laughs> clip that, because every yeah. night, right, Goldstein, Goldstein, for those of you who don't know, he's some chancery works on TalkSport, and he's... Jason Cundy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, every night he comes in, Goldstein comes in, you nick my parking space, you nick my parking space, mm-hmm. but peppered with fa- the foulest language I've disgusting. ever heard. Disgusting. Disgusting. It's disgusting And he comes language. in and he brings us um, topics that he thinks we're going to throw out there, like... Topics last week, ever been let down by a prostitute? Yeah. What call is your favourite <laughs> Tic Tac? Was um, the one today. what was, um, what was it, there was another one he did that was actually quite good and I thought we'd have that. Uh, anyway, well, Manny, it's it's. Anyway, do you know what? You, That's you, you've got you've got the best show. You're right in in the whole world. That's a bit creepy, Manny. I'm <laughs> going to cut you off now, Manny. Okay, bye. Ta-ta. Manny's daddy peeping at the neighbour. Andy Goldstein, yeah, uh, Dennis. Let, let down by a prostitute. Yes, so I was. Yeah, we'll, come, we'll, we'll, we'll get that story after this. Across the evening, dear listener, Ian Lee, Talk Radio. If you want to give us a call, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. We call you back. Some of you are watching on Periscope. I don't know how, how Periscope really works, but if you go to at Ian Lee on Twitter, you'll see it there. I, I, or just look for Ian Lee on, on Periscope. Does that work? Does that work? You, you yeah, that works. Be... If you go to search Ian Lee on Periscope in yeah. your app or on the web, or even Google, it should come up. I don't really understand Periscope. Me and my friend Paul Garner, who, uh, do you know what? We must get Garner on the show one night, because Garner's uh, written for, for everybody. He's a brilliant comedy writer, and he's, he's written for everybody. Um, and we once <laughs> were both feeling miserable. I went around his house because I'd not seen him for ages, and we both just went, oh, life's a mess. Uh, and we cheered ourselves up by watching this guy in, like, deep, um, sort of like Texas or something, mm. doing um, a periscope of him drinking beer at, like, eight <laughs> in the morning. And he was just sat on his porch drinking beer. And there was only two other people watching him, so me and Garner started watching him. And he was he was loving it. Until it, until he uh, he called us fags and it, oh. and it got a little bit homophobic and we had to uh, we wound him up a little bit. <laughs> if I'm honest, we wound him up a bit. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Ian Lee uh, here on Talk Radio. Kath is there. It is there. Uh, De- Dennis is on the line. Yes, Dennis. Good evening. Yeah, I uh, when I was in the navy, we were in Malta and went down Straight Street. The gut with some of my pals. And this. Are you speaking English? Yes. Why? Because oh, I'm struggling. It feels like we're halfway through a story, and I don't. I don't know what. You, you are halfway through a story. No. You introduced it. It's about being let down by. It's a prostitute. Oh, well, do we? I, I didn't really want to do well, that. All um, right. Well, we have to tell Andy we did it. We have to pay him. Hold a So this, this woman came and sat, bet- screwed in between three of us. Yes. And uh, she, well, yes, she demanded we buy a drink. So I said, yeah, I'll buy some gin. Anyway, when he poured it out, I took the glass off, and it was only bloody water. So, oh dear, finger in the top of her dress, pulled it out and poured it down there. <gasps> right. So she's got pair of wet knickers. At least she could go and change the knickers. There, we, case, there we go. There we go. That's great. That's that's that's, that's 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 um that actually happened. It happened. Yes. Yes, that actually happened. Dennis, have you ever you um ever lost any um part of your body at work? Not at work, no, no, no. I've lost part of it in hospital, but that's beside the point. Well, which part have you lost? Your insides or your outsides? Uh, part of my inside. We can do this. We're going to build a human. Oh. We're going we're gonna to build a human, Catherine. Okay. Um, so what, what did you lose, Dennis? Well, I lost my tonsils when I was very small. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm I remember draw... this story from last week. Hang on a second. I'm going to draw a body. Yeah. Right. I'm drawing, so... I'm drawing a body. Hang on, hang on. And we're going to... Build the body from l- lost uh, lost body parts. So hang on a second. Let me just that that hand really is. Gosh, very it looks good. like morph died on your <laughs> sheet there. Okay, just show the people at home that that's actually what I've just drawn. 
Okay. So what you so your tonsils, that's in your throat, isn't it? Yeah. So right, yeah. Got... Came out with a scoop. Dennis's tonsils, okay. They told you to count and you were too little, weren't you, Dennis? Yep. Dennis's tonsils there. Okay, what else have you lost, Dan? Well, I had a hernia operation. I'm not sure whether I lost anything because all the operators, no. the operating lady and all the girls were there. Yeah. And she said she was, she, she sat on my bed talking and she said, when we're doing it, we're going to have a look at your uh, dinky-doo and your balls. What? I sat, I lay there waiting to go in the operating theatre. Late night with Dennis. <laughs> really, it's a little, a little bit blue, something for the dads. I mean, there wasn't a lady there with a big knife. Did Luckily, you? When I came out, I counted and he had still had two, so I was all right. What is... A hernia is like when your insides get caught, tied up in a get, knot. No, you get a little hole in the wall of your... Oh. Um, I thought it was when so like, your, 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 sinew, your sinew got tied in a knot. No. A no. friend of mine um, got his um, testicles twisted. Oh. Don't get it twisted. Got his testicles I twisted. I know someone, yeah, I had to... That happens. I, yeah, a friend of mine's husband did, and uh, she took him to the hospital in a terrible state. <laughs> he thought, honestly, he thought he was going to die. Did he? No, he just got untwisted. He was all right. And how do they... Do they manipulate it? Do they? Do they have to? Do they have to cut open? I'm going to say a medical term because we can. No, there's no cutting. Do they have to cut open his sack? No, I don't think there's any cutting. I think there might. There must have been some outside manipulation. Yeah, what they do, they twist it a little bit more so it's nice and tight, and then let go, and it un. It un- <laughs> Thanks for calling, Dennis. Bye bye. Ta-ta. Oh, by the way, I spoke to Kelly today. She sends her love. Oh, and where's this uh, video of you? Oh, I'll do it. I'll, I'll sort it out. I'll sort it out this way. I promise. I've got promise. his address for you. I I didn't. Did you really speak to Kelly? We texted. She didn't send her love. I can't read the message because it's on on the phone. But she said um, Dennis sounded a bit, um, um, a bit dead. So, so he'd not been very honestly. He's he's on. He's on the mend. While we were while I was still at the other place, he was ringing up and he sounded dreadful. He's he's on the mend. But he sounds like old Dennis again now. Oh eight four four. Old old Dennis. Four nine nine, one thousand. Dennis Dennis did lose his tonsils in nineteen twenty eight. Did. Louis Barth, the um, radio critic for the lady, is listening, and um, he, he can now he knows what year Dennis lost. Well, he did repeat tonsils. himself quite a lot. Right, we're going to build a body. So we've got Dennis's tonsils. Um, did your friend lose a plum? No, 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 no. no. They, they retrieved just un- it. Un- it was awful. It. I had to take her. How did I said how did I, it I had to tell my husband I've got to take her because her husband's having terrible trouble downstairs men's problems. Well, and she um oh dear. yeah she got to the hospital and they thought all sorts was going on, but it turned out it was just a little bit twisted. Um, ben wants to know how are you going to find a head for your morph body from remove body parts. Oh, you just oh, wait yeah, and see. Be bits, be bits. You will get a call. We'll get a call from someone. Trust me. Um, how do you how do you does one. I mean, they, they are very... They are, it's, it's weird, isn't it, that the male genitals are external. And impractical. Very impractical. And they're very precariously positioned, aren't they? And, and this is a serious thing. You, you would think that evolution would make them s- somehow safer, cocooned. <clears throat> Give you some sort of armoury. But there's nothing. Yes. We've had to... Man has had to make it himself with the box, which mm. is which is a, a nightmare it's to a wear. It's a ridiculous thing. I wait for for four nine nine one thousand. What happened to Andrea? Go on then. <laughs> go on then. What? Don't just sit there. Call her. Oh, I need to be borrowed. Oh, go on out. You go. Go on and out. You go. The, 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 you see, um, they don't know how to work. The, they don't know how to work the studio, guys. That's what's going on here. 
at Talk Radio. Uh, if you've lost bits of your body, what have you bought and used only once? What's wrong? Wanted to clarify something editorially with me. What was? What was yeah, we could talk about suppositories. I said we've talked about everything else. Oh so yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. French love them, you know. You can have a sore throat and they'll give you something for your. Uh... Yeah, I um, yeah, I had to have one once, and it it was it was very very upsetting. It was it's traumatic to have. It's traumatic. When I had one, I was uh, having a baby, so I didn't really care what was going on down there. No, to be honest, I just it's... wanted it to be over. It's 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 an unpleasant uh, it's an unpleasant. It's not nature's way, is it? Experience. Listen, we've got we've got to get this out of the way. Um, the archers. Spoiler alert, guys! I knew he wasn't dead. I knew he wasn't dead. I knew Rob wasn't dead. That's not. It's not what upsets me. It's not the horrific storyline about spousal abuse and um, uh, domestic violence and, and and mental torture and and and, and controlling and. Um, it's not the, the the stabbing of Rob by Helen in front of Henry, the the young lad. It's not even the sending off to to watch cartoons and the, the the speed with which he went to watch the cartoons after the stabbing. It's not the fact that she's been arrested. Um, it's the fact that we've now got pictures of what the actors look like, and that's not the picture I had in my head. No, that's not. That's not. What does she look like in your head? Um, well, it, it's more what he looked like in my head. Oh yeah, he's stubbly there. He's not stubbly. He's clean-shaven. He's a man in control. He's a he's a powerful man. He's a weak man, of course, because he's a bully. But he's a powerful man in control, or at least exuding that. So to have him stubbly, no, not good. His hair there is 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 messy and grey. No, it's dark brown with a very very strong parting. He looks like a weak man. I could probably take him in a fight if I had to. Ah, oh, but then you probably could. He's a he's you a pick some women. He's a big he's a big man. He's a powerful man. You're a big man, but you're out of shape. What film is that from? Don't know. I think it's Get Carter. Probably. Um, that's not what he looks like. This woman here is is too. Um, <coughs> she's too beautiful. I expected significantly. You more wanted Mousy. Pl- yeah, Mousy playing Jane Superbrain is what I expected. So these 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 Louisa Patikas and Timothy Watson. They won't do. I don't. What we need, right? They've got the voices. We know they've got the voices. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to join in, what is fast becoming uh, the place to discuss Radio 4's The Archers? It's Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Louis Barth doesn't like the Archers. Well, Louis Barth hasn't got a flipping clue. What he's, he, he's just saying that so he can be all trendy. He's oh, I don't like the Archers. You ain't got a clue, mate. You ain't got a clue. It's banging. It's banging. It's banging, Ian Lee. Put that on the posters. Now they can't use Paul Ross anymore. Um, for obvious reasons, which we don't go into because we're all colleagues here. So, you've made me sidestep what I was going to say. Yeah, so they've got the voices. So, yeah, use these actors for the voices. But then when you're having publicity pictures done, use actors that look like the picture in my head. That's what they need to do. And that's where The Archers has gone um, tragically wrong, in my opinion. 0844 499 1000. I'm not wrong, am I, Rosie? I won't have no idea because I've never listened to it except... (sighs) Years ago, when my mum used to listen to it, and I don't think any of those characters would probably be alive anymore. Have you been, um, have you been smoking the ganja? Certainly not. You, you <laughs> sound a little bit, you sound a little bit, um, relaxed. I'm just chilling, chilling on the sofa. Yeah, you sound a little bit, um. Having a fat one 
And then you pass me the watsits. Her granddaddy invented the delicious Ribena. But now she's smoking a Pakistani ganja. A singing. Hey, what does that sound like? One banana, two banana, three banana, four. Four banana, make a bunch of soda, many more. Yeah, I remember that. Let's see if that works. Hang on. Hang on, let's see if that works. We're mashing it up live. Is Bob Marley still alive, dressed up as one of the banana splits? It would make so much sense. Here we go, hang on. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Here we go. This is the most I've ever listened to a Bob Marley song. Oh, I like Bob Marley. Oh, no, 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 no. Here we go. Oh, Ask me. Here we go. Anyway, you get the idea. Anyway, Rosie, get to the point for crying out loud. Oh, yeah, well, I've lost a few bits. Oh, here we go. We're going to build... We're going to... I'm tempted. I'm tempted to build a man and a woman. We'll we'll save that for um, month six when we've actually got listeners to the show, okay? okay? So at the moment, we're just building one one man, one woman. So you could use them for either. Okay. Okay, these are unisex bits that she's lost. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh no. Well, I tell you. I tell you. Uh, um. Well. Okay. There. There. There is that. Or it, it could be that we're simply doing. Um... No woman, no cry. The reggae special on talk radio. <laughs> no woman, no. And the picture they've got of Bob Marley is Bob Marley stood in a field of gandra. <laughs> no woman, no cry. No. For years, I thought you were saying no woman, no crime. Well, well, that's pretty much true. that's pretty much what the Rosie, guy said what? about the uh, hostage situation, oh. wasn't it? <laughs> There's always a woman. There's always a. I loved how they were laughing at that. The Egyptian. Anyway, Rosie, what it's, have you lost? I've lost a rheumatoid nodule off my knee. So can we can we call it a knee? Can we say you've lost say a knee? knee? Yeah, go on. It's okay, quite so a big lub. Rosie's knee. Yep. Rosie's knee. And also Rosie's knee, by the way, excellent prog rock band from the, end uh, the of late seventies. Second album of Super. my thumb. A they've thumb. taken all the nerve endings out okay. when they tried to remove a thorn. Call it a thumb. Thorn so in my call side. Call it the end of my thumb. Rosie's thumb. Yep. Okay. And two back teeth. Teeth. Oh gosh, we're gonna have to do all the teeth, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Rosie's teeth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Rosie's teeth. Um, that's about it, really, I think. Rosie, that'll that's, do that's, for any that's, person. That's not bad. That's not yeah, bad. That's not bad, is it? That'll do, Rosie. That'll do. No, one man, no cry. He's so tedious, Marley. No, he's not. I got accused on uh, on LBC. I said I don't um, like Bob Marley. Someone phoned up and said I was a racist. Well, they got you right. Well, that is... Now, that is actually, um... That's libelous. Give it some lip. 
Talk Radio. Age and not wrong. Age says, what about Manny's lost eyesight? Does that count? Oh, boy, it does. So, so far, we've got eyes, teeth, a thumb, tonsils, and a knee. We are building a human being, genderless, as is the fashion these days, from your lost body parts. Ideally, lost at work, but otherwise a hospital scenario will do. We'll take more of your calls after we get the latest news. Put the microphone on. This is why I need to... This is why it's frustrating. Yeah, don't worry. I like this way this works. This is why it's frustrating not having control in the studio. Mm. Now I've got control. There we go. There we go. When I was a boy, I thought I'd find the kind of This is love. This is love, right? This is flipping brilliant. I sit inside a box. This is the invention of punk rock, right? And the lead guitarist is coming on at half twelve. The best lyrics in the world, okay? Forget Dylan. F- listen to this. Listen to this. You can throw me if you want up on my phone and I go, ooh, bip, bip, ooh, bip, bip. Yeah! <laughs> oh man. This is this is brilliant, right? Now I want to ask you about this song, right? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If I don't start it's because that I have got no eyes. What? Because that I've got no yeah. eyes. My father's in the fireplace. And my, and my dog, dog lies hypnotized. Through a crack of light, I wasn't able to find my way. This is that drumming. Trapped inside a knife, but I'm a day and I go, ooh, bip, bip, ooh, bip, bip, I love this song. I haven't heard this song for... Uh, it's just such a good song. Here we go. One, two, three, four. Anyway, and on, on and on it goes. Not for much longer. But there's... there's what was that? But there is... Um, I've got this, this bootleg here, which I'll, I think we're allowed to play. Listen, listen to... Uh, this is, we're going to play this later on. So this is them recording that song. 77. Take 77. <laughs> it goes on. 81. <laughs> Take 87. <laughs> and I think it may... Take 88. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Take 88 to get that two-minute punk masterpiece. 0844 Hang on a second. Let me just see if this... Uh... Rosie, you've been on already. Oh, the bloody... Phones don't work. Oops. The phones don't work, guys. I'm glad that problem got sorted out over the weekend. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, you're more than welcome to. We're going to play the answer phone messages Excellent. in a little bit. Uh, but before that, here's Russ. Yes, Russ. Good morning, sweetie. Hello, darling. Hello. <coughs> it always, oh, I always get the impression, Russ, that when you call up, you are in your pants... And you've got your hand down there and you're touching yourself. I just, I don't know why, but I, I always get that, that impression. Am I right? Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, it's listening to you, Ian. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It, it, it does things to a fellow like me. Very, it is an erotic <laughs> listen. It is, certainly is an erotic listen. It, there's a phone call. 
Um, because the phones don't work properly, I've got to keep throwing bits of uh, uh, paper at, uh, at Ed to get that because he's busy off. He's busy doing other bits and pieces, and because I can't take the phones, it's all. But I can. I can go. I'll do one if you want. Well, okay. Hang on, Rosie. Hi there. Yeah, you've been on already. No, it's the husband. It's oh, the other half. Right, Cass, go and phone. Go and phone the husband up. There we go. We'll sort that out. Right, Russ. What have you got for us, Russ? Um, yeah, things you bought that you didn't need. But yeah. um, first of all, the, yes. the, the scourge on society. You is do this. You do this a lot, unrequired, Russ. Those you... unrequired. Uh, unrequired scooters. You do. You do this, Russ. What you do, and this, we're going to go with this, is you phone up and you flag up what you, you what your <laughs> what your greatest hit is going to be. You, you phone up and say, it's like Paul McCartney phoning up saying. Uh, all right, Ian, how's it going? It's Paul McCartney. Yeah, I'm gonna play Love Me Do in a second, but before that, can I just do a track off my new album? The Frog Song. The Frog, I, lo- I, it is. I'm li- I love I'm listening song. to you, and, and yes. other things pop into my head. I do apologise. That's all right, as long as it's just your head they're popping into. Um, yeah. Right, so go on, what you got? The, 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 first of all, the, the, the scourge on society of yes. unrequired mobility scooters. Go on, mate, go on. Well, I'm on holiday at the minute in uh, North Wales, and I'm I always sorry to notice. Hear that. Yeah, <laughs> I always notice when I'm up here is um, there's a, a particular overuse of mobility scooters, and quite often by people that are, are young and n- not all. Can I? All, I'm going to be disabled. A lot uh, of them are overweight. I'm going to say a game that um, I've played with Kath in Milton Keynes Shopping Centre. Okay. Not that one. It's like, Don't wacky, worry. it's like wacky races. It is um, disabled or lazy. Now, what we do is we try and guess if the person using the mobility scooter is in fact disabled or lazy. And before everyone phones in to have a pop at Ofcom, I know you can't always tell if someone is disabled. Okay, you can't true, true. always tell. Some disabilities are hidden, um, and so of course. But as you're right, you're right to say, Russ. There are a significant number of chances that are just lazy that are using them just because they. It's like if you ever been to have you ever been to Las Vegas, Russ? No, oh, it's horrible. No. It's absolutely it's the worst place in the world. It's horrible, right? Gambling and prostitution is horrible unless you like gambling and prostitution. But you'll get you'll get lots of um, people that use these buggies driving around the the one armed bandits, the fruit machines, the gamblers. <laughs> And they're perfectly able to get up and walk from one one arm bandit to the other. Do people still call them one arm bandits? But they can't be bothered because it will be too much effort. So they just drive around in a little buggy. Drive around in a little buggy. It's outrageous. It, it, it does drive them mad. Some of them, I ain't being funny. Some of them, you can tell it. It's because they're well. They're in them because they're too lazy, but then they become overweight, so then that becomes the, the reason for using The way I, t- way I determine whether these people need to be in these buggies or not is I stand behind them very quietly and go, FIRE! And if they get up and run out, I'm thinking they don't need that buggy, I confiscate it, and then I sell it on eBay. Very, very That's nice it. little earner. Very, very nice. They, they are fun to drive. My mum used to have one, and thank God hers broke down because it's she couldn't drive it at all. Um, they are fun to, to to. Here's the thing, Russ. Who have I got to sleep with to get to use? You know, you get those little electric cars that drive people around at airports. Yeah, and yeah. Sometimes like a, like a golf buggy. It's like a golf buggy, and sometimes yes, there'll be an old person in it. 
Sometimes I think there's just someone in there who's lazy and is late for the plane. And so you get the beep, 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 and they go sailing through. I would love... I used to be on the television. I would love to have a go in one of the airport golf buggies. It doesn't seem fair. I'll tell you a funny story in about golf buggies. I, I, I bet you I won't. Uh, well, just quickly... You, I bet you won't. Oh, right. no, go on, then try it. I did a uh, part-time job as a teenager at a golf course. You did a part-time job as a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> collecting the, collecting the, the balls off the driving range. And we all a... know that people are the same wherever you go. There is good and bad in everyone. And we learn to give. And we learn to... No, balls, hang on. What are the lyrics to Ebony and Ivory? How does it start, Russ? Ebony Is that how it starts? Right, and Ivory But with the tune. Let's try again. Let's try again. Here we go. You and me. Ebony and Ivory Live together in perfect harmony That people are the same wherever you go. There is good and bad in everyone. And we learn to give. And we learn to give each other what we need to survive. Together alive, Ebony and Ivory. Harmony Side by side on my piano Keyboard Oh Lord Why don't we You ready Russ? Here we go Yeah Ebony Ivory Living in perfect harmony Ebony Ivory We all know That people are the same Wherever you go It's McCartney's harmony There is good and bad In everyone I'm trying to do both bits here, Russ We learn to live and we learn to give each other what we need to survive Together alive Ebony and Ivory Live together in perfect harmony Side by side on my piano Perfect harmony, ebony, ivory. 
Living in perfect harmony Ebony, ivory Living in perfect harmony Ebony, ivory I'm doing it all on my own here, right? Circling in perfect Ebony, ebony, ivory I said living in perfect harmony Ebony Ivory's frowned on a little bit these days, unfortunately. Living in Perth, another 37 seconds, Ross. Can you believe it? Ivory, living in perfect harmony. Ebony, Ivory, living... Why does it sound like a MIDI file? I, I paid 99 pence for this. It sounds like a MIDI file from the 80s. All together now. Ebony, Ivory. Ross, that was excellent. Thanks, that, buddy. All right, mate, no problem. You'll be having that Nigel from Mates. Don't ring it up next. Oh, God, please, please don't. Okay, guys, we're going to... Uh, turns out... Uh, Donna, am I correct in thinking you want to come on and play iPod Roulette? Yes, I've been dreaming you're, about you're, this. You're prepared... You had a dream. You're prepared to come on the radio, and I'm going to say it, have your pants taken down and your bottom spanked, yeah? Oh, yes, please. All right, no, 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 okay. Stay there. We need a judge for uh, our iPod roulette, 0844-499-1000. We need a judge, and we will calibrate the judge this time. We didn't calibrate the judge last time. And there was, uh, I forgot I had this. Have you heard this? It's a string quartet playing the greatest hits, ladies and gentlemen, of Fleetwood Mac. It's a cracking album. It's a cracking album. Someone just reminded me on Periscope. Thank you. You can go and watch the show on Periscope this evening if you want to. Uh, you can tweet at Ian Lee or you can give us a call 0844 499 1000. It's Mr. Ribena Rosie. Good evening, Mr. Ribena Rosie. Hi, Ian. Hello. Hello, fellow. What you got for us, boss? I'm going to have a swig of water while I talk to you. What you got? Losing bits of your body. Mmm. Go on, what have you lost? And how? Well, this actually happened to my dad. Okay, okay. We can, t- we can take parents' body parts. Of course we can. Yeah. Uh, We're a new radio station. <laughs> during the during the Second World War, when he was a soldier, yeah, he, in France, he got he wasn't injured, but he got he got uh, a condition that meant he needed a minor stomach operation. Okay, yeah. So he was taken back to a field hospital, yeah, back in France, and uh, at this place they had a surgeon and they arranged to do the operation. Fantastic, like mash. Yeah. Now, because the army likes to do things efficiently, yeah. For that day, they found another soldier who needed the same operation, yeah. and they oh. lined them both up together. So they're oh. both in the same room, like side by side. Hey, that's that's handy. Hey, yeah. we should get. Um, who's the fellow? Who's, is it? Who's in charge of the hospitals these days? Is it Hunt? Well, no. right. Get, get get Hunt on the line, um, and I won't say lucky. that again, just in case. And get him to. Li- this is a brilliant way to save money and boost morale. Although, yeah, although you might want to hear the outcome of the story. Oh. <laughs> well, they, they they were both prepared together. They were prepped for the operation, and you know. Both went, one went in, had the operation, came out obviously unconscious. Yes. The other one went in, had the operation. Anyway, a couple of hours later, they both had come round and they're recovering. Uh-oh. And the surgeon and they'd had their head swapped. Hmm? No, well, the surgeon came round to check how they were. Of course. And he said, he said, by the way, he said, while I had you open, I noticed your appendix looks a bit inflamed. Oh. So I thought, well, I'll save time because that might cause you a problem in the future. I'll, I'll whip it out now. But he said, but I'm bugged if I can remember which one of you it was. So hang on a minute. So my you... dad doesn't didn't know whether he had an appendix or not. He might have lost it. He might not. Flip it. You think he would have marked it with an X or something or <laughs> something like that? Is your dad still with? Your dad's not with us anymore, is he? He's not. No. Did no, you? No. I mean, when he, and you know, if this if this crosses the line of taste, then please please let me know. But I will always be curious. 
I mean, when he passed, was there was there any chance of, of finding out? It, you couldn't say, listen, the, the, the mystery of our life has been, has he got appendix or not? Could have said something suspicious about the end, and could they do an autopsy? <laughs> could they do an autopsy? Uh, listen, Mr. Rosie, uh, right, being a Rosie, it's, uh, it's always good to talk. Thank you very much indeed. 0844 499 1000. Uh, we don't have a judge as of yet um, for um, uh, um, iPod Roulette. If we don't get one, Donna. That, oh. No, no, no. It, 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 the game can still continue. Oh, okay. But it just means I'm the judge. Oh, right. Right, you say. I'm going to win, then, am I? Well, no, uh, no, I've said that, and now the, phone, oh, the phones well. have literally gone mental, and by mental, I mean one call. Is, uh, called, still, I mean, it's one call that Julia Hartley Brill would die for. I wait for 499 is the phone number. Give us, tell us a little bit about yourself, Donna. Tell what, 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 um, 32 years old? 32? God, no. Older than that. 49. <laughs> Not that old. 38. 10, 40. 40. Okay, so you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're an old so and so like me. Okay. Um, which is which is great news. Uh, what kind of music would you have on your iPod? Uh, I've got all sorts of crap, to be honest. There's all sorts of crap. I gave the iPod to my brother, and he oh. just downloaded That was a bad mistake. Why would you do that? For me, <laughs> my iPod, I've got an iPod Classic, right? And it's a few years old, but it's 200 and... It's 120 gigabytes, and it's the one with the wheel. They don't make these anymore. Oh, mine's right? the same. Mine's they, an old one. But I... Yeah. What, 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 here, dear, dear Apple, if you want to make a few quid from my pocket, carry on making these, but put 500 gigabytes in it. Because yeah. I would buy that, because I've still got loads of music I can't fit on there. I have to I have to pick and choose what I put on there. Get a 500 gigabyte classic style iPod, and boy oh boy, <laughs> you would get my dollar. Uh, yeah, but, they're easier to use as well, aren't they, than ones? And also, all I want it to do, I don't want a camera, I don't want Sky, uh, all I want to do is listen to music on it. That's yeah, all I want to do. That's, um, that's true. There we go. Right, okay, I think we've got, um, I think we've got a, a, a judge. Rob? All oh, right. Hello. Rob, are you prepared to be the judge this evening? I am fully prepared and ready and willing and able. Okay, what we're going to do, we, we, we did this last week, and we didn't calibrate the judge, okay? And so there was a controversy. It was Kyle, I think, and we had to boot him off. Yeah, it was yeah. Kyle. So we're yeah. going to play a practice round, just mm. to make sure, Rob, <laughs> that you're calibrated correctly. Yeah. So that, you, that, that you, we know that you're functioning properly. Donna, this doesn't count. Okay. It's only a practice. You go first. What pops up, my dear? Right, okay. It could be any random old shit, so I'm just, okay, okay, just well, warning you now. Warning you now. Well, okay, I'm, and I'm warning you now. This is not talk sport, young lady. All right. We do not. We do not. Exactly, Rob. Sorry. We do not allow indoor language on this. We think I'm Andy Goldstein or something. I'll give her a yellow card. Right. Yellow card. Oh, yellow card. Yellow card for that one, do I? Let's All go. right, uh, let's see, see what we get. Um, okay, let's see what we get from the potty mouth lady. Can you hear? It is Suede. It's suede, is it? Can you hear that? Okay. All right. Okay. Well, this is my this is my go in the calibration the calibration round. Was that slade or suede? Suede. Okay. And here's mine in the calibration round. Hang on. Turn yours off now. Here's mine. Here's mine. In a second. It's Sid Barrett with Late Night, <laughs> Take Two. Oh, really? If I say...
I mean, ooh, it's, it's the calibration yeah. round, Rob. We're calibrating you, the judge. What have you got? What would you say was the winner? They're both, they're both losers in their own way. You've got to, really, pick, you've got to pick a winner, buddy. You've got to pick a winner, uh, otherwise we'll move on to the next judge. Oh, it's ten. Okay, I'm going to go with Swade. Yeah, it's the, right it's, the, it's the right answer. It's the right answer. It's the right answer. He's cal- he is, Barrett, you can't do that. He, he is calibrated correctly. We Even let I'm us, saying it's barbaric. No, no. Let us, let us play for real. Kath, you want to come in and feel the vibe? Right, Donna, it's, you go it's first. Part, it's partly the reason I'm feeling the vibe. That no one else centred. So, say that again, Rob. See. Sorry, hang on, Donna. So you, stop waffling. Oh, there we go. There we go. Are you? Yeah. Are you, Donna? Are you drunk? No. Okay. No. Blimey. All right, Donna, you go first. You go first. Away you go. Death of a disco dancer. What, what, is that what? Is that a song or is that a threat? <laughs> it's the Smiths. <laughs> the Smiths. Oh, I like the Smiths. Well, there's Manchester, isn't it? Okay, so we've got the Smiths. (laughs) All right, turn it off, turn it off. Here's my go. Okay. Here's my first shuffle. Four to go on this London show, and here you have the kinks who sing all day and all of the night. Stop it there. That's fine. It's all day and all of the night from the Kinks Deluxe course, Edition live oh, on the BBC. One. Of course, another won. one. Mm. The Kinks have won, haven't they? Yeah, of course. Of course yeah. they have. One nil. Oh. You've still done it. I'm yeah. going to go next. You've, we've both got our passes if we want to play them. Okay. Are you going next, then? I'm going next. All right. Controversially, it's Catherine. It's the Buffalo Springfield down to the wire. I'm going to pass on the Buffalo Springfield. Oh, I'm passing. Cheeky. And we got... Oh. Oh. What is that, anyway? Hang on. No, it's the Beach Boys. Why is, it, why is my iPod so quiet on here? I don't know why it's so... It's, it's the Beach Boys. Oh, but it's the Beach Boys. It's an instrumental version of Darling, I'm afraid, from the album Stacco Tracks. It's it's a tough call. I should have perhaps... Okay, what's yours, uh, Donna? What have you got? Okay, let's see. Let's see what let's we see. get. Let's um, see what we get. Let me see. Ooh, pulp. Babies. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Babies. No, sorry, Ian. I mean, that's oh, oh, I know you love the Beach Boys, but... You know? Babies wins every time. Yeah, of course it is. Of course. All right, you've won that, Donna. Oh, that's good, that one. It's a good one, that. It is. Yeah. I want to give you babies. Oh, I'm a dirty I'm pervert. I want to give you babies. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Donna. Yeah, okay, so. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Rob's about to tell us a story about where his brush with greatness. Go on, Rob. What happened? You met, you met Jarvis? Well, I used, to, I used to work for the NME. And um, oh. obviously, I didn't. Oh, not not on the reporting side, oh. on the advertising side of things. Oh. But um, yeah, Jarvis was at the Enemy Awards. Very nice chap. I um, had to introduce Jarvis on stage once when I hosted the Q Awards. Totally mm. out of my depth. Got paid an absolute fortune, but did a terrible, terrible job of it. Also, the same. <laughs> I, I was awful. I, I was so out of my depth, and it's because they were paying me so much money. I was terrified. Really? Oh, it was, well, done, uh, well, I know. I, should I tell you what I got paid? Well, can I, can I guess? Have a guess. I well, I used to help book the uh, presenters for the Enemy Awards. Yeah. So I know roughly what we were paying, and I reckon you'd have been about ten k. I got ten grand. Oh, 
Yeah. Ten grand for a night's work, and I did. What I've do got, I get for that? You, you don't get. You yeah. get. You get um, nothing. And I've yeah. got it on video at home, and I've never watched it because I did such a bad. I, I just. I was out of my depth, Rob. I was out of my flipping depth. I mean, I got to meet the, amazing uh, people. I almost. Ten years or later or early. Or it later. was. It was. It was. It was. Uh, Dark times. It's just to say that ten grand didn't last very long at all. Right on that bombshell. Lovely night. I tell you what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with the third and final round after these short messages. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Drive with Sam Delaney on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. Fuel your appetite for adrenalised afternoon radio on the Drive Time Show that's going all over the country. Original afternoon entertainment with me, Sam Delaney. It's the superior work-to-sofa transmission system with intelligent presenter technology fitted as standard. Delaney, live at Drive. Tomorrow afternoon from 4 on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. It's Ian Lee, it's Talk Radio, 0844 We've got the answer phones to come up, Johnny Eccles to come from love. Um, Catherine is here, you're, uh, you're, you're enjoying the atmosphere I of am. a live iPod roulette game. It's really going down to the wire. I'm wide, surfing well. the pleasure wave. What? Is what's going on. Ooh. I don't know. I don't approve of that. Uh, it's one to uh, <laughs> one to me. The Kinks beat the Smiths. But then in round two, it was one to Donna as uh, Pulp beats the Beach Boys. Um, it's the final round. Donna, you've still got your pass. I've used my pass. Um, it is exciting, Rob. It really is. Donna, <laughs> hit the shuffle. Right. Uh, the next one we've got. Oh. Oh, beat that, Ian. Oh. Hey, Brummett did all right, didn't it? Who are these? Is this EMF? Is this, no. It's Blue Monday, isn't it? Oh, new order. I hate new order. I'm dancing to this one. Blue Monday. Oh. It's time Blue Monday. Right. Might be the roll of disco. What you got, Ian? I'm hitting the... Sh- do you want to... By the way, do you want to play that, Donna? Yeah. Because I think I might be able to beat that. I think that's strong. Oh. I think, I, think I might be able to beat that. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, go on. Yeah, I'm ready. Stick with it. I like it. He's playing the air guitar. Yeah. Stick with it. Air drums. Oh. Isn't the right thing to do? Fleetwood Mac live. Ooh. It's only, um, go your own way. Fleetwood Mac, the dance, live now. Let's just get let's just get to the chorus. Hang on. Yeah, oh baby, Rob, Rob, it really is. Honestly, he's singing along with my one. How can you not? He's singing along. It really is a tough one. It's New Order versus the Mac. Memories. You see, New Order's got personal memories. That's the thing. But I'm not. Am I supposed to be completely? You've got to put the personal memories to one side. It's the song. It's It's the trial of the track. It's the song. Both classics. I know. It's almost impossible. But I'm going to go. My choice is yes, and it's and I will abide by it, whatever it is. Are you 100 percent sure? I'm 100 percent sure because that's the kind of guy I you am. You won't think less of him. I will think significantly less yeah. of him. Yes, of course I will, but I will well, abide by that, and he will be banned for the rest of 2016. Okay, 
No. Rob, it's your, Rob, it's your call, mate. Whatever. No, I know. We're not in no position to ban any callers. That's why Russ keeps getting through. Um, I can't. Oh, Blue Monday's so good, but, but if it wasn't the live version, if it was the album yeah, version, yeah, I know, I and that, done with it. yeah, yeah. The album, ver- the album version is awesome, but the live version sounds intense. So I want to stick with Blue Monday. Donna, well done. Fair play. Fair play. Fair play, Donna. It was a fair fight, wasn't it? It was a. Donna, you are the reigning champion of um, uh, iPod Roulette. Feel free to call in at any point and challenge anybody, Donna. Oh, I will challenge anybody. Yes, I will. Can you do what, Rob? Can I take her on at some point? Rob, say that again. I can't hear you. Can I? Oh, he accidentally got cut off. That happens sometimes. That happens. I think he wants to take me on. I know. Would you? I'm going to cut you off before it starts getting mucky. Thank you, Donnie. You've been a good sport. There we go. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us... I mean, how could they... He's right. It's the live version. And, 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 and Lindsay Buckingham's oh, vocals are always a little bit ropey really? on the live versions. Always a little bit ropey. Um, but still, those harmonies, when this chorus hit... Was... I don't believe those harmonies were actually created live on stage. I think there was a little bit of sweetening going oh. on. All live albums, all live albums are touched up mm. they're touched up in the studio i couldn't believe that when i found that all of them are the last beach boys album the 50th anniversary there's a good show right and they were old men singing right mm. and it was beautiful because it was old men singing um but the last live album i listened to it once it was all auto-tuned it was like listening to um blooming um transformers singing or something <laughs> <laughs> it was rubbish optimus Honestly, prime it was I couldn't believe it. What a waste of money that was. And I've got the live DVD, and again, three tracks in. It's like, I'm not watching. It's like watching a computer game. There's a reason why they give those away with the mail, isn't yeah. there? No, what? No, I bought that. No, but they do. The, the live album. Oh, it's going to. You get a free Fleetwood Mac album with the mail, and no. it'll be some dodgy uh, live one. Well, no, it's because of. Uh, anyway, it's because of who owns the rights to it. And they, Oh, you reckon? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I do. Why'd you have to get technical? Just let me have it. Bobby! Hello. Hey, Bobby. How are you? I'm remembering the second most horrific film I've ever seen. The most horrific film I've ever seen is Threads, Threads. which Kathy Burke, one of Britain's greatest actresses, watched today, apparently, for the first time. She's been very quiet on Twitter. I'm sure she has um, been, um, um, I don't I want to say humiliated, but that's not the word, but I'm going to say it. I'm sure she's been humiliated by the just how awful that film is. The second scariest film I ever saw, Bobby... And I've mentioned this before. Uh, it was when video recorders first came in. So I would have got one. We got one in 1979, 1980. Off the back of a lorry. It was stolen. Mm-hmm. We had to hide it behind the sofa. I wasn't allowed to tell anybody at school that I had a video recorder, despite the fact that nobody else in my school had a video recorder. Oh, so of course, a secret to carry well, around. Because so I told everybody mm. we had one. <laughs> because we had one. And then it broke down. And my dad... I, mean, I remember the video broke down. And it was massive. It was Betamax. And it was two... It was supposed to be a portable one. But it was two massive suitcases on top of each other. And I remember him um, going to some bloke's house with this broken video. So I'll be back in a minute. And he came back half an hour later, furious, saying, well, we lost the video. Uh, I, was, I have no idea to this day what happened. Uh, but I remember taping something late at night on BBC. And this is when parents probably didn't care what their kids saw. Right? Well, your yeah. parents weren't bothered ever, they, were My they? parents didn't bother about anything. And it was a trick. It was on BBC. It was three short stories. Each slightly more frightening than the one before. The first story 
ah, it was kind of cute. It was about someone who had, um, he had a haunted Rolls Royce or something. And um, he went back, the, the Rolls Royce did something and it went back in time and I don't know. The second story, a little bit scarier. Vampires. Oh, there were vampires in the town. The third story mm-hmm. was terrifying. It was called, and this is what reminds me, it was called Bobby. A woman lives alone with her son. Bobby. Oh, Bobby, on a cliff. Bobby falls off the cliff and is swept out to sea, dead. She conducts a black magic, satanic ritual to bring Bobby back from the dead. She finishes the ritual. There's a knock at the door. It's a very dark, stormy night. She opens the door. There is little Bobby, six years old, in his gym jams, pajamas. She invites him in. They embrace. It's a very powerful moment. Then, very quickly, and I can't quite remember how it escalates so quickly, Bobby tries to kill her. <laughs> I don't, I don't, no, don't laugh. What no, does she do? No, don't laugh. I remember there's a bit where she's got a big knife. He's got a big knife. Right. And then the lights go out and the lights come back on and Bobby's face is hideously scarred. And he says, Bobby didn't want to come back, Mama. And he stabs her. Now, I watched that, right, at the age of six. <laughs> it was the most terrifying thing. You lot are laughing. Great. Well, that's great. It was the most terrifying thing I have ever seen in my life and I remember thinking why is my mum letting me watch this and I still to this very day blame her I blame Bobby (laughs) I blame Bobby for the way my life turned out I blame all Bobbies Bobby didn't want to come back Bobby didn't want to come back but Bobby did want to come back and Bobby is back on the air and it's great to have you back Bobby please don't stab either myself or Catherine although it is up for grabs I, I don't. I've, stabs. I've, I've only known Ed for a little over two weeks. I, I, it, you're happy to sacrifice I've, me. I've known Catherine for four years. I've known you for a couple of weeks, mate. I'll be honest. I've got no emotional attachment to you whatsoever. Yeah. I would be sad if you died. I'd be. Um, You'd I'd be s- more sad if Kath died, though. Oh, I'd be. I'd, yeah. be, I'd be devastated. She owes me money. <laughs> Bobby, you've called in. <laughs> what have you got for us, Bobby? Um, I'm watching you on Periscope. Ah! <laughs> Hello. Hiya. Hiya. Hello, mate. We're waving like we won a competition. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kath doesn't look anything like I thought she would. No, Let she me guess. smells like a black man. No. This is how people think I'm going to be. Fat and blonde. No, I thought blonde. I didn't think fat. Mm. But I thought blonde. Mm. No, I'm not. This is what and I did. You have a delay of um, about 15 seconds. Oh, is that all? I, yeah, thought, I, I, I thought it'd be more because I it's, counted mm. it when you were singing "Go Your Own Way." I counted it. It was about That's fifteen sad. seconds. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd yeah, suggest I know, getting a life. <laughs> and this is the thing, okay? This is the thing, and and you you bring us back to the point I made earlier on about the archers. I don't want to know what my radio people look like. It's like I, I I've heard Ash for years. Mm, I used to yeah. listen to Ash twenty years ago with Tommy Boyd. And with James Whale and with Ian Collins and all those people. Me too, and that's not him, is it? That's not the fella. That's not the fella that I I pictured in my head. I don't want to know what radio people look like. Yeah, I feel the same. Okay, well, you, well, you shouldn't have watched this on Periscope, then, should you? You. That's <laughs> true. It's your fault. Um, 
Yeah, I called up for missing, uh, sort of losing body parts. Yes, boss, go on, what you got? Um, well... By the way, can I just say, I'm really having fun tonight. Yeah, it's I think good, it's partly because it? I'm high on prescription medication. I think that you may have, like... Are you still dry? Oh, yes, I'm as, I'm as, um... Dry, dry as a bone. I'm as dry as a bone, that's the phrase. I was going to say as dry as, dry as a, uh, a goose feather, but then I realised that makes no sense. Yeah. But, but geese, the feathers of the geese are one of the driest feathers known to uh, humankind. No, no, if, if you think about it. They sit in ponds. I'm on these new antidepressants, and let's just say it really has been... Uh, wrote Mr Keating, the philosopher, was right when he said, roller coaster, life is a roller coaster. You've just got to ride it. Yeah. And the last 48 hours or so really have been up, down, all around town. Shake it like a, like a Polaroid camera. <laughs> um, so, yes, I am indeed still um, clean and sober. But boy, oh boy, I'm I'm reminiscing about the old days. What have you got for us, Bobby? What parts of your body have you lost? What um, parts of Bobby's Bobby? No, Bobby's body. Yep, has bloody gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've only lost one thing. Which is, uh, I lost my big toenail when I was fifteen. Okay, yeah, we can put that. What happened? Um, Did you drop something on it? Yeah, I dropped um, a shampoo bottle on it. <laughs> what shampoo? Is it Vosine? No, it was... Timothy. Tresemme. Tresemme. Tresemme, yeah, they're, they're heavy. One of the big bottles. Yeah, yeah. Massive yeah. bottles. Um, my nan, you can have the other knee, because my nan doesn't have a kneecap. What happened to that? Um, when she was about four, she was um, roller skating across the street, and she tripped, and the, her knee fell onto the edge of the curb. Oof. Just showing so she now that... doesn't have a kneecap. Does that mean that her knee can bend the other way now, because there's nothing stopping it? I don't know. Like Dick Van Dyke. I don't think she's tried. Well, she should. She should. Is she still with us? <laughs> yes. Get her to try it. I mean, maybe the last thing she does, but get her to have a go, because this, this stuff like this, we just we can't waste. We need to know. We just cannot waste it. Uh, my cousin lost a little finger. Oh, your family. Careless, really is, aren't they? Uh, Careless. Okay. That was uh, that was at work. What, what happened? And did they, how much, um, how much money did they get for losing that? He didn't. <sighs> He's self-employed, so he it, he couldn't really. Could only blame himself. Pay himself out. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of mine lost his little finger, and he keeps forgetting about it until he tries to scrape things off a um, chopping board. <laughs> he says he'll move his hand along, and the carrots will still be there. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Bobby? Uh, I not that I can think of right now. And you would. You, I think that's thing enough. Is, you would. You would know, Bobby. E- excellent call. Thank you very much indeed. You would know, wouldn't you? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. No, I stay there. Come to you after this. I've dropped it. I've dropped it. Pen underneath the the desk. It's careless. Well, it is. I mean, oh, I've got another one. That's right. That's fine. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Coming up, we still got the very first of the answer phone messages. I need to find out what the number is for the answer phones. So we can give that out. Maybe people are a little bit shy or they want to do something a little bit different. We'll take call straight to her after midnight. Then at half twelve, we've got Johnny Eccles uh, from the band Love coming on, which I'm very, very excited about. One of my favourite, favourite bands. Um, but we are the home. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I just paid 79 pence for a version of The Archers that doesn't start at the beginning. Hang on a second. There we go. We are the uh, the uh, the show... Uh, the, this, the, we're the home of Archers fans... Try and put this into a sentence that's actually English. <laughs> Can you do it for me, Catherine? We're the home of Archer's listeners. This all is the over show. The... We are. This is the show. There is a podcast for the television show The Walking Dead called The Talking Dead. I used to present the podcast for um, uh, Lost called The Lost Initiative. Well, this show is not quite like that, but it's similar to it. We like to discuss the ins and outs of 
The Archers. What are we calling it? Um, the Archers Elbow. There we go. Everything's got to have a name with you, radio producers. Why can't it just be the place where people... Hang on. Hit the dip, ba dum ba dum It's the Archer's Elbows. No, it doesn't. Um, Jonathan from Swan... I mean, Noah from Nowhere Near Swansea is on the line. Good evening, Noah. Hello. Uh, now, listen. You you are an Archer's fan, uh, much as I am. Are you shocked and sickened by to find out exactly what Helen and Rob look like in real life? Uh, not really. I'm dis- personally, personally, I think Rob Rob is how I would imagine Henry to be if he was five years old and <laughs> didn't have any grey hair. Yeah, I can, I can. Did the, I expected Rob to be more powerful. I expected him to be more like Tony Blair. Oh. Um. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm trying to picture Tony Blair out of a suit, still in clothes. Yeah, I know. I'd go along with that. I'd go along with that, um, John and um, Noah, not from Swansea. Um, what have we made of the storyline so far? I'm surprised they pulled the trigger so soon on the uh, stabbing. No, but they but but they haven't because he's not dead. Well, I expected that as well. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that. I mean, I, I, you should get a clip of what I said last Friday. Well. Uh, 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 do a little clip on YouTube to uh, show how I sort of predicted well, what would happen. Well, you did. Yeah, fair play. You, we're not going to do that because that would involve work, mm. and we are very, very lazy here at Talk Radio. And I think that will ultimately be our downfall. But you're right. I remember what you said, and you're you're spot on. Um, I knew he wasn't dead. It was a great episode yesterday, the stabbing episode. It was a great episode, Catherine. You're pulling a face almost as I if you haven't been listening. No, I haven't listened to it. Why? I don't, I, uh, life. Oh, I'm generally at work when the archers is on. It's 15 minutes a day. Yeah, when I'm at work. Get a podcast and listen to it on the way in. All right, well, I might do. I might oh, do. Oh, hang on, it's the end. <laughs> All I know about the archers is whenever I listen, they're out of breath. <sighs> i got to say, uh, having real trouble lambing those, uh, those cows. Are you going to help me with these milk bottles or what? Wow, that looks great, Pip. Uh, do you need a hand with that, or uh, are you going to be okay? These bags are so heavy. I'll get two pints, and um, what's on the menu today? They do a lot of that, don't they, Jonathan? Yeah, they do. They do a lot of that. I knew that he wasn't going to be dead. Um, and uh, the thing is, they've pulled the trigger early early doors, because they can then they can drag this out for another year. Because now we're going to have the court case... The trial, if it goes to trial, which I don't think this will. Or is he going to mess with her? He's going to mess with he's her. Gonna he's certainly going to try and get... He is... He's adopted Henry. So he is legally Henry's father. So he can take Henry off her. Oh. Which... That, that, and that's what's going to happen. He's going to turn everybody against her. I reckon, Noah, the whole village is going to be against her, apart from, you know, her sappy friend and, and, and maybe her mum. But the whole village is going to think that she has been the um, perpetrator of the spousal abuse. Or that she's just a crazy woman. Or that she's just a crazy woman, as so many of them often are, aren't hey. they, Jonathan? Yeah, I missed tonight's episode. Um, oh, I've been I've been catching up on uh, uh, reading pornography. The latest ed- uh, no, le- uh, I was catching up reading the latest edition of uh, the Judge Dread Mega Collection because it didn't turn up at my newsagent when it was supposed to last week, so I had to order it oh. off eBay. Um, oh, yeah, irritating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, well, is, was it... But Hank, so when are you, you going to listen to The Archers tomorrow lunchtime, then? Uh, I'll probably listen to it in the evening. OK, well, you, you can't listen to the rest of the show because we will be talking about what happened. I don't want to spoil it for you. Cause I it don't care. Oh, OK. <laughs> well, what happened was her friend came round, found that he was still breathing, called the police, and then the police came and basically arrested her um, and um, uh, the uh, Henry went to his grandparents. Uh, oh, well, first, first of all, Helen used the wrong knife. You used the steak knife. You also plunge it in the heart... And you have to do it in the right order or because Rob is apparently possessed by an evil spirit or something. And, and what was that dozy, oh, what was that dozy uh, uh, friend of hers doing not, you know, making sure he was dead? What's the right order to, um, so use a steak knife. What's the right order to stab someone then if they're possessed? I don't know. You have to, I, I, I read it somewhere in Frankie Boyle's autobiography about, uh, how someone botched a similar attempt on Margaret Thatcher. Right. Gosh. You really are a revelation, Jonathan. Good to talk to you. Take care. You too. Bye. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. We'll speak soon. Um, <laughs> I, Is he real? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Andrea. Hello. Hey, Andrea. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Are you okay? I am. Are you still having a high? I'm kind of a li- I'm, I've got the munchies now. I, I must be honest, I was on the same medication as you, and I used to get high as well. Oh, does it, does it last? I don't want it to last, because it was not a pleasurable high. Um, I had an allergic reaction to it, so I ended up in an ambulance, so... Oh, flippin' It eh? wasn't a pleasant high. I, um, um, I'm quite sensitive to these antidepressants. I was on, um, like a really low dosage of sertraline for a while, which is quite a popular one. And I went, that was when I went nuts. You remember when I went nuts? Mm. And I, I went, I was, I was in a terrible state. And I was just there, my legs were just twitching the whole time. Twitchy legs for the whole time. I was only on it for for um, maybe six, seven weeks and they, they took me off it because I was, um, I don't know. I don't That's know. what I take. And, and, and everyone, I know loads of people that take that and they say they're fine with it and they get on fine with it. But I just, um, I went funny. Was I, was I sleep? I can't remember what, I was well, did, a bit that, zombified. Yeah, you were very kind of, um. Vacant. Closed off. Yeah. And, yeah, and jumpy legs. Really jumpy legs. I remember lying in bed and just thinking, I've got to get up and walk this off. Mm. Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I, it's only the first week. I'm still on Citalopram. Uh, and this is kind of to complement it to help me sleep a little bit, but we'll see. It's only the first week. I'll give it a month or so and see how we, uh, we yeah, they say a month to six weeks. Yeah, but I've had boggly eyes, and I don't like the boggly eyes. It does remind me of the 90s. Anyway, Andrea! <laughs> what you got for us? Um, well, you already mentioned the uh, suppositories. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do a suppository special, weren't we? Andrea wanted to talk about them, so let's let her. Okay, yeah, let's let her. Oh, no, no, it was just the um, the one thing that you buy and only use one. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, Andrea. <laughs> deary me. For... You're right, though. She's right. Myself. She's not wrong. Deary, 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 yeah, deary I, me. I couldn't help myself. Well, and also, I've, I've lost a part of my uh, body as well. Oh, God, what you lost? What you lost? What you lost? I've lost the nerves out of my foot. So a foot. We'll have a foot. We'll have a foot. We'll have a foot. What? what that, how have you lost your nerves? I uh, I had something called a Morton's neuroma, where the nerve became exposed. Ooh. And they had to take the nerve out. How do they take the nerve out? I'm imagining that there's like a... Let me just finish this. I'm imagining that there's like a little hole in your foot and it's like a little black thread coming out. And you pull it. And you pull it. And you pull it. Kind of. And you pull it. And it's like... And that's how you do it. Is that what happened? More or less. I've got a scar on the top of my foot. 
mate. And as of today, I've got a black plastic splint boot as well because I've oh, got mate. issues with it. Mate, oh, yeah. issues, issues. With... Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I can do this. Hang on. Hang on. She's issues with shoes. Issues. Isu- she's issues. It's issues. Yeah. Do you mind us mocking you like this, Andrea? No, do I? Okay. Yeah. She's got um, <laughs> do I, yeah, issues I with the dishes, tissues. Oh, nice. In her shoes. There's something there, Andrew. You can take that and take it to take it to your support group and, and throw it around. Maybe they can come up with something. <laughs> so can you? Can you, have you got that thing where you could stab a fork in your oh, foot? Stop it! No, but you, you, can you splash a hot bath on it and no one will? Um, well, it's only part of my foot, but the part of the foot where there's no nerves, um, I have no feeling in that whatsoever. Oh blimey! I mean that. I'm trying to think of an, a, a, a scenario where that could be helpful. Well, well there, there, there are very, there are very, very few scenarios. I can think of one or two. Fire walking. Well, only if it's underneath. <laughs> it's underneath. I imagine on the on the top of your foot. Uh, it's both. It's to, to cut the top of the foot to take the nerve out from. Oh, the this is beautiful. Yeah, oh, then there's loads. There's loads. Then there's lo- there's loads. Then fire walking, glass fire walking. walking, Russian roulette in the foot. Yeah. Shot in the foot. I don't think they play like that. Well, you could say you could, or if you're just if you're just with some, um, you're with some. Okay, you get taken by you're in um, Syria, and you get captured. Right? Heaven forbid this ever happens, Andrew. Don't you, go to Syria. You get captured by the uh, the old IS boys, mm. right? And I'm you welcome s- to death. Well, you, well, possibly. <laughs> uh, you and Kath both, and you say you don't want to mess with me, Daesh. And they'll be like, well, you call you, why rude. are you calling us Daesh? How rude. How rude are you? What are you doing? Why are you calling us Why are they Daesh? Chinese? Oh. You say, you don't want to miss me because I am tough. I can't... Where do you come from, Andrea? Where do I come from? Rochdale. Ro- Rochdale. I'm, Ro- I'm, Roch- I'm Rochdale Ard, I am. I'm Andrea from Rochdale. Oh, you're doing my voice now. I'm Rochdale Ard. What do you mean, Rochdale Ard? What is this, Rochdale Ard? <laughs> you say, right, you see that knife over that? Give us that knife. Right, give us it. And then you take, you, oh, take yeah. your shoe off, right? You go, watch this. Watch this, fellas. Hey, have that! And then you stab yourself through the foot. Make sure you get the foot that is the, the one that's got the nerves in. While looking them in the eye. Look them in the eye. And then you, your foot is impaled on the floor. And you lift your foot up and the knife goes right through it into the floor. And they look at you and they cack their pants. And you go, right, here you go. Here's your knife. Right, have that fella. Next question. See that door? I'm walking <laughs> through it and you're leaving me alone. We're all like that in Britain, IS. So don't mess with us, all right? We will, we will not, we will not have it over here, right, Daesh? Have it. You have it. We won't have it. And you walk out, and then that's the end. And that's the the, the whole the whole movement collapses because of your foot, Andrea. So it could be used for good. It could be. Okay. So there's there's a. Yeah. There's I notice a you're not volunteering to go and do that now. Um. No, I haven't got a passport at the moment. Okay, that's no, fair enough. Tricky. That's that's fair enough. That's that's a good enough reason to allow the war on terror to continue. It's good that we're national now because you can do my <laughs> voice to anyone who rings up from the north, can't you? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't call for a second, but store that number in your phone. When we come back, we're going to play um, the first collection of answer phone messages, and then we'll take the call straight to air. And then mm-hmm. at half past. Um, we've got Johnny Eccles. I, I, honestly, the band love. Treat, do yourself a favour. Uh, go and buy Forever Changes on CD. It is simply one of the most beautiful albums of all time. This is Ian Lee, and this is Talk Radio. Yes, 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 yes. Hello to everybody that's watching on Periscope. If you look for Ian Lee on Periscope, I guess that's how it comes up. I don't really understand it, but some of you have been there for the whole evening, you strange people. Uh, if you're listening at home on DAB, online, on your app or whatever, that's wonderful. If you're listening to the podcast, well, that's kind of cool. Um, 
We're going to take calls straight to air now uh, for the next 30 minutes or so. 0844 499 1000. Now, I did set up a little phone um, number um, that people... No, I didn't wash my hands. I didn't have time to wash my hands. Sorry, guys. I didn't. Sorry. Next person that uses this will be Paul Ross, so he's used to it. Now, um... Oh, steady. Now, um, I set up a phone number, and I can't remember what the phone number is, so if anyone remembers it, if you could tweet it, and I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. And then I set this phone number up, like, about six weeks, a couple of months before this show started, and I, 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 I was hoping that it would kind of be caught on the wind, and that the, the people would go, oh, there's a phone number, and it says to phone it. We'll phone it. A few did, but not very many. And I think half the people knew what it was, knew that it was me. I don't know how. Half didn't. So we, we got some. Um, and I'd forgotten about it. And then Geeky Girl said, why don't you have a phone number where people can phone up and leave messages? And I was like, oh, yeah, I've got a phone number where we can do that. Uh, so I don't know what the phone number is. I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> I can find it. It's on my phone. My phone is set up doing the periscope. Blah, 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 blah. But I went on there today for the first time and I listened to um, a lot of the messages and um, I put them together and I collated it. And you may need, need to ride the levels a little bit, Ed, because levels is not my forte when it comes to editing. But this is the first batch of answer phone messages. Down off the internet, I just thought I'd phone and say, Hello, I'm putting on a DJ voice. Can I have a job, please? Sorry. Bye. the radio critic of The Lady magazine. I've been told to call you. I have no idea why. But, I don't know. Call me. It says on your Twitter account. Nancy Wilson did the best version. Mark it well. Note well. Godspeed. Anyway, I'd like to see you again, Belinda. Um, if you could wear them sandals, you know the ones, the ones with the butterfly on the cloth. Oh, you did look a sort. <laughs> see you later, Linda. Call an Irish man pointing off a wall. Ricochet. 
And that <laughs> is the first group of phone calls. I've got the phone number here as well, actually, now. It is um, 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 020-8133-6732. No one will ever answer that phone. It's almost... It's almost it's so unlikely anyone will ever answer that phone. If it is, it'll be because it, I'm at home and I've got Skype open on that channel, which I won't have, and I'll be bored. So I won't. The odds of it happening are very, very slim. But um, generally, it, you'll just leave a message and you're more than welcome to do that. Right. Did I hear someone give, give um, that, like, call up as if they'd been given that number in town one night? Sounded like it. <laughs> Sounded... that's, a, that's a good trick. Maybe we should make that... Give out that number well, if you meet someone in town that you well, don't see. Or, or we can let Scott Mills carry on with his stolen act, which is what he does. Oh, he does that. Okay. He does that, but he probably nicked it from someone else, as most of his act is indeed half-inch from, well, some of it's from me, some of it's from uh, radio presenters around the world. 0844 1000 We'll take your call straight to air. If this works, we might need you, Ed. Let's, let's try. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, my lovely. It works! Hello, is that Emma? Yeah. Hey, Emma, what you got for us? Um, first of all, the number that you've got a phone is yeah. 020... Oh, yeah, yeah. 81... Yep. Yeah. ...double three... Yep. Yeah. ...6732. Boom, boom. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. A thousand thank yous would never be enough. I've been to the doctor's today. Oh, yeah? And what happened? Well, you don't have to tell me if you don't want to. I realise it's quite a personal question. No, no, I'm OK. I'm all right. I've, um, I'm on antidepressants now. Boom. OK. Yeah. How do you feel about um, that? You OK with that? Yeah, because um, Thursday... Well, it started from Thursday because I ended up in hospital yes. for 10 hours. Oh, blimey. Because... Um, I went to my doctors and they were really, really concerned about me. Yeah. And there was no psych team or anyone. So they actually told me that I had to go to A&E. So um, I spent 10 hours in A&E. And then on the Friday night, I had the crisis team come out. They come out at 12.30 in the morning. And then they checked me out and then... I went to doctor's today, so it's been really, really busy. Yeah. Busy is good. Busy can be good. Busy can be good. But you made me cry tonight. Uh Uh-oh, go on. With with which bit? When I I got... When I was... um, uh, 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 I I would say, and I've been thinking about this a lot, that iPod roulette was very, very suspicious at the end. Very, very (laughs) suspicious at the end. Because I'm certainly going to go home and cry. It's when you started singing. Good. <laughs> you know when you were doing your singing? Yeah, I was And you singing. made me cry. Hopefully, hopefully because it was so good? Yeah. There we go, Emma. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, it's good to talk to you. Give the pills right, four, then. five, six weeks, because it takes a while for it to kick in. Yeah, they've already said that um, it will take that time and that I could get low before then. And they said that... Um, I could have suicidal thoughts yeah. being on them as oh, this well. Is what, I, mean, I was telling like, you this what? the other day, Kath. One of the side effects of um, antidepressants is you may feel suicidal. How nuts is that? Isn't oh, it? No. Kath's shaking her head in disgust. Well, no disbelief, really. It's supposed to be, a, supposed you to be me, helping sorry, you. Sorry, you, you're calling, re- calling me an Emma Lyers? No. The reason why, because although that you're on them, yeah. it, it takes about four to five weeks yeah. mm. to balance. To actually balance it all out so 
like you think that you wouldn't be suicidal, no. but no. I don't want to be downhearted today because I've had all my tears and everything else, and well, and I've there, might, there might be a few more. There might be a few more. Emma, listen. I know there will be a few more, but today I I got a little smile. Well, there you so. go. Well, that's a victory. Count the victories, Emma. Listen, it's good yeah. to talk to you. Thank you very much for your call. I really appreciate it. Hang in there. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hi, it's James from Sheffield. I was talking to Howard Hughes last evening. Yes, I remember the ma- the Madam and Row call. You can we play that again? Because there <laughs> yeah. might be some people who didn't listen. Well, Howard Hughes, it was right? An interesting call. Howard Hughes, I think, is flipping brilliant. <clears throat> we love the show. It's certainly better than the three-hour EU specials they're having on LBC at the moment. What the heck is going on with that nonsense? Anyway, so well, I was listening to the show last night. It was in a really interesting piece about remote viewers. Where and it's not to do with uh, your Skybox, or as everyone was saying on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> It was, it was, um, where they get... You sit in a room yeah. and imagine stuff. No, yeah. you see things from afar and yeah. they imagine stuff. And anyway, this Muppet phones up. Can you still hear us? Yes, oh, I can. Can you hear me, Howard? I can, and we've got a caller on for you. Uh, James is online. Uh, James, you're on Talk Radio. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Um, Good just want to say, uh, first of all, great show. Really enjoying it so far. Thank you, James. Um, Thank you. By the way, by the way, Uh, this is a masterclass in how to do a prank call, Rob. Sneaky compliment to start with, so they feel comfortable. Get in there with a compliment. Uh, Courtney Brown is in the US. Courtney, can you still hear us? Yes, I can. Can you take the finger from the dump button? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Courtney Brown is in the US. Courtney, can you still hear us? Yes, I can. Can you hear me, Howard? I can, and we've got a caller on for you. Uh, James is online. Uh, James, you're on Talk Radio. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. gentlemen. Um, Just want to say, uh, first of all, great show. Really enjoying it so far. Thank you, James. Um, Thank you, James. Thank you. The remote viewing, um, I came across this. I studied at Sheffield Hallam University, and um, it was kind of pulled through from some aspects of a sort of a conspiracy group that I joined initially, and it was, you know... He's uh, saying all, the, I kind all of the right words to get Hughes on side. I then did some reading The detail I really liked. And, um, so were you studying this academically, James? I was actually studying business studies. <laughs> and, um, and I fell into this sort of group and learned Sounds quite plausible. a bit about, you know, remote viewing and the powers. And then... You know, there were sort of stories about remote the viewing and the powers. And some people said they'd been and seen what actually happened. Wow. And obviously, that's yeah. a real interest peak. I think whether whatever side interest of the peak, you're on, you're going to be like interested. Um, were you convinced so, by the stories? Here it comes. Well, at first, not. But as I dive deeper and deeper, I think the thing <laughs> that, that sort of turned it for me is one guy actually said, you know. Yeah. He'd been involved with someone who'd done it in Phoenix, um, Phoenix. in the States, <laughs> and they pulled it through, and they could confirm people on the grassy knoll to the extent of a description um, in terms of an actual trajectory of the bullets. Um, and then he actually told me, you know, other things as well, which seemed at the time to be a bit strange. Like what, James? Um, I mean, what he actually told me was that Marilyn Monroe... Um, he, he told me that she was as hairy as a 1960s porn star. <laughs> I mean, you know, like a lawn. And okay. it's hard to believe that sort of thing, because she always seemed like she shaved, but no, yeah. hairy. <laughs> James, thank you for that. Uh, you've got a question for uh, Courtney Brown. Let's get back to the point, yeah? <laughs> well, no. We've lost him. Okay. Courtney okay. Brown, uh, this is... Uh, you know, obviously the kind of thing that sometimes you get. Now, um, he Rob, was going to let you do a question, Rob. 
Rob, did you know, did you I hang up it, or did I, they did they cut you off? I, I literally, honestly, I hung up because I was giggling and I thought he was going to have a go at me. And my girlfriend had just walked in and I was like, "Hello." <laughs> well, you've lost you've lost five points because you, you, he was going to give you another chance. You, you could have done another. You could have done a question. I was so uncomfortable listening to that because I was and I recognised your voice straight away. I don't condone prank calls to anyone apart from Julia Hartley Brewer, and um, uh, uh, <laughs> who deserves them. Um, but I, it was oh, Paul. I felt I felt so uncomfortable. I, 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 He's a pro, though. He knew how to. Oh, Howard, of course. Howard Hughes is a legend. Uh, it, well done, Rob. I mean, no, not well done. I mean, shame on you, Rob, for trying to sabotage a, a, a new a show program. on a new station. Mm. That's outrageous behaviour. It's like Thursday at school, though, giving him a little head rub and saying, <laughs> "Hey, you one of us." Well, yeah. What if he sees it like that? I felt so bad for him. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Talk radio, digital debate for the UK. Talk radio. We'll get you talking. Rivalries, rebellions, and battles. War has been waged for the Iron Throne, which you can get with the new season of Game of Thrones from just twenty pounds a month when you join Sky TV with the original bundle and get a free thirty-two inch LG TV so you can see every battle and every betrayal. Seize your chance by April 21st. Search Sky Bundles. Sky. Believe in better. Direct debit, subject to status, upfront £10 standard setup, minimum contract and further terms apply. If you're a small or medium-sized business owner, then you should be pushing your profile in Portugal and boosting your bottom line in Brazil. Listen to Talk Radio's Breakfast Business Bulletins this Thursday morning and learn about exporting your products or services overseas. Search thousands of live export opportunities, find local events, and get expert advice to help achieve your business ambitions at exportingisgreat.gov.uk. The demand is out there. You could be too. Get it straight from Selco. At Selco Builders Warehouse, you can already expect to get a massive range of products in stock, all at great trade prices. Now, we've made things even better by introducing Selco Hire at every branch, so you can now hire your building tools and equipment from Selco too. In April, hire a passload cordless first fix nailer for just £35 per week, ex-fat. Find your local Selco Hire branch at hire.selcobw.com. Get it straight from Selco. Selco. It's where the trade go. Did your husband accidentally transfer the contents of your joint account to a Nigerian prince called Trust Me Good Man? Perhaps you bought diet pills on the internet that made you frightened to cough. Or maybe your exotic mail-order bride turned out to be a Ukrainian pig farmer called Igor. When the con is on, you need a man who's on it. Listen to the Radio Hustle with scam-busting supremo Alexis Conrad and get the inside track on all the latest swindles, schemes, tricks and traps the fraudsters are using to get their hands on your cash. Get tipped off, not ripped off. The Radio Hustle with Alexis Conran, enemy of the con man. Saturday afternoon from 1 on Talk Radio. Late night conversation, wealth, losing sleep over Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. The Sun. We'll have Johnny Eccles from Love in about 12 minutes. And honestly, people, a lot of people have said, I, I, um, I wasn't looking forward to the interviews. Mm. Because I'd never heard of these people a lot of the time. But that they've really enjoyed them. And, I, yeah. and that's kind of, we're getting at the moment, we're just getting people that I really, really, really like. Um, and I'm kind of fawning over them a little bit. And I, I flipping love, love. 
Arthur Lee sadly no longer with us, but but Johnny Eccles is uh, is a legend there on tour soon. I must get the tour dates up. The Sun does the Sun does this with with Gaza. And they've done it with um, Kenny Sampson. Now, Kenny Sampson, I don't know anything about him. I know he's a footballer, and I know that he used to host a programme on LBC. That's all I know about him. I also right. know he's a boozer. Right. And by boozer, I mean he's a, he's a severe alcoholic. And the Sun seemed to take great delight in these um, headlines. Sampson's left back on the bottle. Oh. And they got a picture of him, this poor soul who has got a disease of addiction, sat at a gambler, the one-armed bandit with yeah. a bottle of wine in his hand, and then they got a picture of him slumped in an alleyway. Now, that's going to help you, help him, isn't it? Why would you want to? Why would you take that? Why would you fo- obviously follow him around, yeah. knowing that he's an alcoholic? Follow him around with that bottle of wine. I couldn't watch someone do that. I'd go up and have a word and say, "You're right, mate. Look, you know, my, if I'm tell me to mind my own business, but is there anything? Do you want to go and get something to eat and have a chat?" Mm. They followed him around knowing that he's going to end up in that condition. I mean, they, they've had pictures in the, the past of him um, asleep on park benches and stuff. I just think it's outrageous. Fallen England footy hero Kenny Sampson admits he is losing his booze battle after being found drunk face down in an alleyway. Yeah, and you're dancing on it. The tormented idol fell off the wagon. I don't even want to read the story. Right, what it is, is sick man is exploited. Man with a disease is exploited by scumbag newspaper. That's all that is. I just think it's disgusting. I don't even want to read. I don't even want to read the story. Because it's a story of misery and heartbreak. And one man who, the son won't be happy until he's dead. Then they go, well, we, you know, we, we, we Well, then they'll say what a terrible shame it was and what a waste. You see if, you see a fella... Oh, I don't know. It really stuff like that breaks my heart and really gets me angry as well. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hello, line one. It's Alan. Alan. Caddick. Oh, Alan Caddick. Not a clue. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right, buddy. What have you got for us? I got something to ask you. Yeah, go on, mate. Can I book some time off this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday? The answer's going to be no, but carry on. Because I'm going on holiday. Whereabouts? You're not going on holiday to London, are you? No, Liverpool. Oh, in that case, fine. Yeah, carry on, yeah. Because I'm going to see the Grand National. <laughs> yeah. And I've got a tip for you. Right. The last samurai is going to win the National. The last samurai? Samurai. The last samurai is going to win the Grand National. He's currently trading at 12 to 1 at the moment. Right, and it's okay. So 12 to 1, that means if you put a pound on, you get £12 back, plus your, your pound bet. Right, okay. So how much money are you going to put on it then? If you know it's going to win, I'm guessing you're going to put, what, £5,000, £10,000 on? I'm going to put a monkey on. What's that, 25 that's, quid? That's 500, isn't it? Yeah, monkey's 500. Oh. So, how, so you do the math, um, boil box. 5,000... So... At 12 to 1. Five, five twelves. No, 500 at 12 to 1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five, so five, do 5 twelves and then add a knot on the end. 56... 506... 5,600 pounds. Oh, well, I'll pay for the holiday, won't it? What, to Liverpool? Yeah, of course it will. Where, where, where are you staying? Travelodge? I'm staying at the Marlborough Hotel right. in Quasby. Okay. Classic. Very, very classy. You can't... You can't knock that... How do it's you know? A better breakfast. Oh, in that case, how do you know it's going to win, Alan? I've been studying the form. Ah, right. oh, yeah, because, he's got system. Yeah, because, of course, you can study the form with horse racing because it's uh, not all a load of old bullshine, is it? No, because he did win the Grimthorpe Chase at Doncaster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
and he was, and that was on good stuff going. Okay. What day is the is the what day is the race? Saturday. Yeah, 5.15. Okay, now I won't be watching it. I won't be looking at the results in the newspaper the next day. So we, we, we will have to wait until Monday to find out whether you've won five, five and a half grand or you've lost 500. I've got an idea. We If he wins, we pass him on to Howard Hughes because he's obviously got yeah, special yeah, powers. Yeah, that's an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Howard Hughes? Oh, for crying who, out who loud. Who's Howard Hughes? Who's Howard Hughes? Well, but why Why don't you just take, you know, spend the 500 quid on going to a nice hotel in Liverpool? Have a couple of really nice nights and get a nice meal. Well, I'm going there for three days of racing, Ian. Okay, yeah. But, again, because that whole... i tell you what, Alan... So you're going to spend more than 500 quid, aren't you? That... I'm taking a grand. Ooh. You're taking a grand? That'd be nice yeah. for her. £1,000. You, you, okay. The, uh, that horse isn't going to win. Well, who do you think is going to win the national event? I don't know. A and other horse. What? What if the horse came off? Oh, Catherine, please. Supposing the yeah, horse. Supposing the. Okay. Supposing the rider comes off. Oh, please. Would you stop it? I'm trying More to make than a one will. serious Guarantee point it. here. Well, no, they get no, that once they get those whips die. out. They, they all come off. Well, then Majoki will get banned for excessive use of the whip. Well, it might not be excessive, but if you just... Seriously, some people just the cyber whip and they come off. But like I say, if the horse falls and breaks its leg, they'll have to put it down. Why? Why? This is what I don't understand. Why do you have to shoot a horse when it's got a broken leg? No good for running anymore, are they? Well, no, but... You, but, but, you, but what, what, why have you got to shoot it? Well, but, I mean, it happened to Seagull, didn't it? No, we don't know what happened to Shergar. I don't know what happened to it. He turned into cottage meat. He turned into cottage meat. Thank you very much, Alan. No. Thank you. Who was that? Did you hear that at the end? Mm. Someone said, right, finish now. Was that not you? No, 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 there was someone there. That was weird, wasn't it? Um, why do they have to shoot? They shoot horses, don't they? Yes. Why? Well, I don't, I don't know, but I would think that it's all big money, isn't it? And it'll end well, up costing them loads of the money. The argument they say is, well, you can't, a horse's leg can't heal because it can't stand on it. Yeah. Well, in, in that case, sir, I'm going to build, yes, it is. I'm going to build a horse harness that holds a horse just like half an inch off the ground to heal the leg. Or you attach wheels like they do with, with dogs. Oh, man, oh, there's, there's nothing. There's nothing better than seeing a dog. In fact, it's, it's almost worth chopping the back legs off no, of a dog. No, I mean it's not worth that. And but... attaching wheels to it to um, see. I don't, I don't get. Well, I don't get a lot of things. Sport, I don't get. Well, like, what am I even talking about? Horse racing isn't a sport. Oh, it is. So is is it flip? And all that thing the other you day. Have you ridden a horse? Yes. Have you? Yes. Have you really though? Yes. Have you ridden a horse fast? I mean. Yeah, well, I'm going to say yes. No, you haven't. What's your definition of fast? Well, when it's running. Um, no. No, well. Have you? Yes, I have. Right. It's hard. There's a skill to it. Right. Well, okay. There's a skill to painting. And so and there's to a skill to staying on. There's Never a, mind steering it over jumps. There's a still. skill to staying on lots of things, Catherine. Don't make them sports. <laughs> yeah, but you think snooker's a sport. Yes. No. Yes, I do. It's not. It's a pub game. They remember they wanted to make... Um, I think yeah, you have, just, to, you have, you have to sweat, time. don't you? We are we are filling for time, isn't we? You have to sweat for it to be a sport. They uh, wanted to make Brazier a sport recently. No. no. Um, that, that, that's not a sport in no. the slightest. No. no. Um, 
but why? I don't understand the, the going to horse race. I've been. I, I don't understand gambling. I've I've been to um, play roulette a few times, and roulette's different because the, you can actually have a system to roulette, and you can well, win. Well, no, no, you can't. Well, the, okay, explain this. First time I ever went to a casino with my good friend Paul Garner, who we mentioned on the show already. I won enough money to take my then girlfriend to Prague for the weekend and to stay in a very swanky hotel simply by playing roulette. Yes. You were lucky. No, it wasn't. I worked out a system no, straight you away. Never. There isn't there. a system. There isn't a system. I'm in there straight away. Bish, bishy, bashy, boshy. I've got a system. What would your system? <laughs> well, here's the system. Don't bet on the numbers. Forget you put, put a little bit on the numbers, but put a number. Put it. You can put it on four numbers at once. Do that, because that that kind of covers any losses you might make. Right. Uh, line one. Hi. How yeah, are you? Yeah, you, you're about to hear my system. Don't follow it. Oh God. It won't win. It will. No, go on. I'll follow this. I'll put money on this. Go yeah, on. Right. No. So you put. Don't put it on. Don't put like a, a chips on one number. Put it on the corner. So you've got four numbers. If you want to do that, a couple of those scattered around. Look at the form. The th- on the side, it will tell you what the numbers have come up and what colour they were. Mm. Right? If you see a table where black has come up 12 times, put 20 quid on red. Black comes up again, put 40 quid on red. Black comes up again, put a ton on red. What? Boom, double your money, 200 quid. <laughs> Assuming you've got a gazillion pounds, because sooner or later you're going to run out of money. Have have a gaz- and, then, and then someone will phone in and say, oh, yeah, but it resets itself. But every time it goes around, it resets itself. So it doesn't matter if it was red a million times before. The odds of it being red and black are still exactly the same. Well, why is no, Alan, they're not. Why is Alan Bennett phoning? No, they're not. They're not. Anyway, Lionel, what have you got for us, boss? Uh, the show's brilliant tonight. I'm loving it. Oh. Really good. Oh. Is that it? And the Periscope thing. I've been watching on Periscope. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you suckers. You suckers. Uh, we might um, do it again. Do, you should do it once a week. I know, like, every night you can't do it every night, but once a week, that'd be really good. We might do. I don't... I never quite... I'm never quite sure what the benefit of Periscope is, but I'm also aware that this is a brand new station and um, I, I'm, I'm in a brand new show and I'm keen to get people interacting in whatever way that is at the moment, you know. But we'll see. Well, the sound is surprisingly good. I can hear the callers perfectly and everything. I've got the headphones good. right up against the, the speaker. Well, now we know that works. Listen, I've got to go because we've got our guest coming on. You go, Give us a call earlier next time. Catherine, through know. you go. Go on. Is it Los Angeles you're phoning? California. Yeah, well, the, well that Los Angeles is in California. Isn't that exciting, dear listener? Don't bother calling in because I'm going to spend the next 30 minutes geeking off with one of my guitar heroes. The... It is just... I remember the first time I heard... Listen to this guitar. Listen to this guitar. Oh, listen to it. Listen to it. Listen to it. All right, yeah. This is the best intro to any song ever, right? And the guy that played it is on the phone now. Mr. Johnny Eccles. Good evening, Johnny. Good evening. How are you? Oh, man. How the hell are you doing, sir? Are you all right? 
I'm doing fantastic. How? Listen, the, 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 we're going to plug the gigs. We're going to talk about all, all the bits and pieces. That's you doing that wonderful acoustic intro into Alone Again or isn't it? Yes, it is. Like, how do you do it? I've, I have seen so many bands try and play that piece, and they can't get it right. Very, very few people can pull that off. How, how did you kind of come up with it in the studio? Well, we were noodling. Actually, when we first started uh, doing Alone Again, it was going to be on a banjo. It was going to be kind <laughs> of a bluegrassy song. Wow. <laughs> and uh, neither of us, could, Brian or I, could play banjo, so we were trying to figure it out and, and deciding whether we should bring a studio banjoist in or what. And so I'm sitting over in the corner kind of noodling, doing Spanish riffs, and we decided that we would do it that way because normally there wouldn't have been the introduction that we did. That would have been part of the hook, actually. Yeah. And we decided to change it and introduce it that way. And Brian would have initially played it, but he plays with real heavy thumb and finger picks. And when he did it, you could hear it clicking against the top of the guitar. So we decided that I would do it, and that's why it's so soft, because I'm playing with the pads of my fingers, basically. Yeah. So. And it's an it's an amazing thing. Uh, it, it, let's go back a little bit. Um, uh, the, for sure. those for those who don't know, you were you are again the lead guitarist uh, with Love, uh, 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 and Love was Love has kind of become Arthur Lee in, in, in history. But there were so many more people involved with Love, weren't there? It was it was oh, you, absolutely. it was Brian McLean, it was it was Arthur, it was Snoop. It, there were there a whole there were kind of like seven or eight of you at one point, weren't there? Well, yeah, at one point there were seven of us, but the uh, um, the lineup really was Brian, Kenny, Michael Stewart, and myself and Arthur as lead vocalist, and then we added our friend DJ Contrelli on uh, saxophone and flute, and Snoopy kind of moved over to keyboards, but it became kind of unwieldy traveling around with a seven-piece group and all of the expenses involved, so we pared it down to the original five members. And, and, and when Love got together, um, who, who were kind of the, the, the bands that you were playing with back in the day? Who who who, who would uh, you, you kind of be sharing dressing rooms with? Oh, we played with Iron Butterfly, The Doors. Well, we played with The Doors often because they were kind of, um, they were good friends of ours. And as, as a matter of fact, we were the ones that got them their record deal. But we played with The Doors and uh, the Chocolate Watch Band, Electric Prunes, uh, Strawberry Alarm Clock, and The Seeds. So... We played with so many different groups from that period. And the, 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 you, the, is, is it right that you, you got The Doors their record contract with Elektra? Yes, we did. We uh, had been offered a huge deal with uh, MCA. And uh, we thought, well, if we hook Elektra up with The Doors, they might let us out of our contract, which is kind of stupid, but we were kids. <laughs> and so... We did that, and Jack Holtzman, the president of Electra Records, he did not like the doors at all. The first time he came to see them at the Whiskey, uh, Jim was on a bender, and he was really loaded. And uh, he was forgetting the words, and it was just a mess. And so he was upset with us for bringing him all the way from New York to hear that. Yeah. And then we talked and got him to come back a second time, and he hated them even more. And I don't know how we were man- we managed to do that, but we got him to come back a third time, and that was with Paul Rothschild. And this time the Doors were playing with um, Iron Butterfly, and Jim was on his best behavior, and uh, they played a wonderful set, and Jack Holtzman and Paul Rothschild, they got it, and 
uh, they signed the doors. At the time, Love were huge. The Doors would open for you. I mean, the, the band The Doors, and I'm sure Doors metaphorically opened as well. Um, and you had, you know, you had queues around the block to come and see you play, didn't you? Yes, we did. It was strange how this, that community took that one group to heart, and I really don't understand why we were a good group, but, you know, there were a lot of good groups, but for some reason it was just that everyone connected with us, sort of like Bernie Sanders, I guess, you know, <laughs> where everybody kind of connected with us, and from that point on, the more people started coming, the more it snowballed, and it just became the end thing to be at a love gig. And a weird-looking group, because it was, um, if not the first, certainly one of the first mixed-race groups. Um, yes, and, it was. And, and you all, you know, as well as being different different colours, you all looked weird in your own way, and I hope you'll take that in the, the way that it's intended. You know, you, you, you were all individuals. Yes, we were. And we had been in, you know, I had been playing guitar for a long time, and I was in a group with Billy Preston, and I'd played with Jimi Hendrix when he was Jimmy James. So we'd been around the block for uh, quite a while, from, you know, being like 14 or 15 when I started playing uh, in clubs and things. So we kind of wanted to put together our own look, and so we kind of did an amalgam of, of things that were, uh, popular in Hollywood at the time, you know, kind of a freedom where everybody dressed uh, in the manner that was, you know, f- <laughs> that they felt comfortable with. I'll well, put it that well, way. well, Arthur Lee, and, uh, who um, I I never got, had the pleasure of interviewing him, but I saw him live. I don't know, maybe maybe six times. I danced with him once. He was, um, let's just say, he was very relaxed after a gig one night. <laughs> yes, he was. Uh, yeah, and he came off stage, and he was, he was. I think it may have been the f- the first time he kind of came to London as part of his comeback, and he was uh-huh. he was over overjoyed by the reception that he got, and he came off stage and was was dancing with me, and it was it was you know just a joy to meet. But he took the look to extremes, didn't he? In the sixties, he had the the um the the different coloured glasses, and he didn't wear sh- he didn't wear shoes right no he wore one glove and sometimes one boot or no shoes but that was the thing arthur loved being in the spotlight he loved attention so anything that he could do to draw attention to himself that's what he did and so sometimes we would play on stage and he's wearing a heavy fur coat and that's in the middle of summer you know and thinking how the hell can he do that but he did so that was his thing he just loved being in the spotlight and and he you know he served us well by being in the spotlight. What, what was he like to work with? Uh, I, I, I've read a lot of interviews with him. I, mean, we, I spoke to you before a few months ago, you may not remember, but I, I've, I've read a lot of interviews with him. And um, from kind of like the 70s onwards, he came across as uh, certainly as being very bullish and being um, quite an angry man. Is that the Arthur that you knew? No, absolutely. You know, I've known Arthur. I knew him my whole life, as a matter of fact. Our family grew back go back before we were even born, before our parents were born. So we go back a long way. And I've known Arthur, you know, as a very nice, very pleasant, soft-spoken guy. And and that's the Arthur that I knew. He was never, ever a bully, never this loud-mouthed, arrogant character that people kind of associate him as being. But, you know, he developed a persona, you know, that yeah. the more he played, he had developed this facade, and that was this kind of 
uh, recalcitrant rock guy that, you know, would just uh, tell people to go to hell and get out of the space. And, you know, this, this mean-spirited kind of guy. But as I said, that was just an affectation. That wasn't who he really was. And when you were around him and you were alone or with friends, or he, he was never like that. He was a polite gentleman, well-spoken, soft-spoken, very, very intelligent, very world-aware, and uh, not at all the person that people thought they knew from just, you know, from interviews and, and uh, word of mouth, people saying how they thought he was yeah. or, you know, sometimes his stage acts. But as I said, that, was, that wasn't the real art. Him and uh, Brian uh, McLean were the, the, the main songwriters of the group. H- how did they get yeah. on and, and how did they decide which songs, who, whose songs would get on an album? Well, what would happen is we'd come together as a group. We lived in a place we called the castle, and every day we'd get together and rehearse and, and practice and go over songs. And it would be kind of a democratic thing. We'd listen to the songs and decide which song uh, we could play as a group. We could add something to and, and uh, turn the words. Basically, what Arthur would present us with are words. And Brian uh, sometimes added chords to it. But basically, there are very rudimentary songs. Mm. And then the rest of the members would add this or add their perspective and put something to it. And after a while, back and forth, it became a song. And um, they were both basically on, on an even keel, but Arthur's songs just had more of a feel that was more of, uh, let me see, we just thought they were more commercial. They they had something that we felt that people could relate to and that were sellable. And listening to Brian's songs, he had this, you know, chocolate-covered rainbow, this kind of optimistic view of yeah. things that... You know, were nice songs, but they weren't necessarily the kind of songs that people were going to go out and buy. So he had a few, like um, Alone Again yeah. and um, Softly to Me and a couple of other ones that uh, he did that were really, really wonderful songs. But for the most part, Brian's songs were were in a different place, I'll just put it that way. So Arthur's had more of a rock thing to them, but also it was just something that fit in with the the type of persona that we were trying to portray to the world, you know, kind of a folkish, folk rockish mm-hmm. rock and roll with a tinge of blues in there. And um, so that's why Arthur's songs prevailed. Johnny, I've got to pay the rent. I'll be back in two seconds. Just p- stay there because we want to... The, the, love in, in a new incarnation is coming to the UK in a few months. Uh, stay there. More from Johnny Eccles from Love after this. Uh, this is Ian Lee talking to uh, Johnny Eccles, lead guitarist from Love. Johnny, it's, it's such an honour to talk to you. I've got... I've been listening... Can I play you a little clip of... Um, Absolutely. This is, a, this is you. This is on the Forever Changes Expanded Edition. Um, uh, okay. Have a listen to this. This is Your Mind and We Belong together and this is the end i don't know if you've heard this hang on let me just press play on here here we go oh here we go go. comes in and i don't understand your trip man you stay in one range of the guitar throw out the whole thing man because you know you're the one that says you can blow in the studio man 
Nobody to buy. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Of course, I don't know your trip, man. (laughs) That's Arthur, basically. Uh, Well, Uh, cracking the whip a bit. That's beautiful. Now, the thing was, we probably played that song probably about, oh, 70, 80 times. And after you play the same song, you see, we didn't have the multi-track yeah. back then. We played live. So each time you played, everybody played together. My fingers were getting tired. <laughs> I'm getting tired of the song. I'm tired of being there. And we keep playing the song over and over and over again. So I was beginning to phone it in. So Arthur kind of pulled me out of my malaise, I I guess, and, and said, man, you got to do better than this. Basically, that's what he's saying, man, you know, because we, when we were alone, you know, he's always saying, man, you're such a fine guitar player, man. We need to, to put you out there more, and you should do more solo work. And I'm saying, yeah, man, let's do that. And so here was my opportunity to shine, and I'm kind of not shining. So <laughs> Arthur's letting me know. Dude, what's interesting, Johnny, is that is that is a brilliant yeah. guitar solo. But he... The last one, yeah. He, he, he wanted more. He wanted more. Yes. Well, Arthur heard me play when we were just noodling around the house, and he knew I could throw down when, you know, I felt like it. So it was, I'm one of those guys that I play according to how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling good, I'm going to play great. If not, you know, it's just, uh, I'm just, you know, a guitar player sometimes. So, you know, I I can be a really spectacular guitar player, or I can be a just, you know, a guy playing a guitar it just depends on the mood. And can I, can I play you one more clip or one more thing? I've got this. This is this. I don't know if you you may not have even heard this for years. This is this is from a bootleg, which is a little bit naughty. But this is you. This is you guys recording seven and seven is. Hang on a second. Let me just there we go. Okay. Oh no, hang on. I've got. I've, 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 it's all set up in a weird way. Hang on. Let me just get it back to the beginning. Here we go. Let's have a listen to this. That opening, the very beginning of that was fantastic. And then it kind of falls apart, and it goes on, take 81, take 85, take 89. How many takes of seven and seven is did you guys do? Oh, gosh, we did probably close to 100. And the thing was, that's a very hard song to play, and it's a tiring song. And the thing, this was the problem. See, I'm playing with a vibrato. And Snoopy, the drummer, this is before there were click tracks, he had to keep his beat up with the vibrato on the guitar. And if he slowed, because the guitar is unwavering, it's always on the money, it's going to stay right on the beat. And if he slows down a bit, it's obvious. Now, if it weren't for that vibrato, we probably could have done it maybe in 50 takes rather than 100. (laughs) But anyway, Snoopy was just getting tired. And each one of those, as I said, they were done live. So everything you hear us play, that's the way it was and so there were no overdubs or anything added this is just you know a live group performing and we had to keep going and going and we were in arguments with jack holzman and bruce botnick because you know i turned my guitar toward the wall so that it would bounce off the walls and it would leak into every mic now that's a no-no they don't want you to do that they want to have everything pristine well the song was just basically controlled chaos and it needed to bounce off the walls in order to have that feeling so we had to fight with him and fighting with snoopy and each other but no we finally got it together but it definitely took a while what's interesting is that you go from seven and seven is and very quickly you proceed or evolve to forever changes you know you go from that hard kind of punk rock sound to um Mm -hmm. 
Well, I don't even know how you describe Forever Changes, because it's, it's unique. Well, Forever Changes was something that we'd been working on for a long time, even during the period of time when we were working on Decapo. We were also working on Forever Changes, the songs for that. And we were having you know problems again with our record company, and we didn't know for certain whether or not they were going to actually follow through because they had told us this would be a double album set, and Brian and I had worked on material that would have uh, filled one side of an album, and, and uh, at the last minute they renege on their promises and tell us that um, because of cost considerations they'd have to do it later. And so we went into the studio angry with each other. Brian was boycotting, basically. And so we had a lot of inner turmoil. And, and probably, you know, we were on the verge, basically, of saying to hell with and just walking out. Yeah. But we managed to pull ourselves together when uh, it became obvious that Electra was going to release something. And we didn't want our names on just anything on the piece of garbage. So we just got together and talked it out and went back into the studio. And that's what happened. You tell, I love the story of, of, of how the name Forever Changes came about. Well, yeah, Arthur had a girlfriend, and he was breaking up with her, and, and she said, well, you said you'd love me forever, and Arthur said, hey, forever changes. It's, <laughs> such, a, it's, it's such a wicked, but such a great line. <laughs> well, you, it, it, yeah. it's a masterpiece, right? And, and in the last sort of 10 years or 10, 15 years, it's been, it, it's been recognised as the masterpiece that it is. Were you, you, were you disappointed with the lack of sales that it had? Because it, it kind of, I think it got in the top 40 in the UK, but, but didn't even get in the top 100 in the States, did it? Oh, no, it got to, I think, number 35. Oh, did it? Oh, okay. No, it got up, yeah, but it dropped off rather quickly. Right. Um, the thing was, we had zero promotion. By, by then, the doors had just exploded. Yeah. And so all of the money that would have gone to us was now being spent on the doors. And so basically we had nothing but word-of-mouth promotion. And so uh, I'm surprised that it did as well as it did, considering. But, um, yeah, we were disappointed because we, after hearing it, I especially thought, this is it. This is our magnum opus. This is going to take us to the next level. And when it didn't, everybody was just shocked, you know, and disillusioned. And, you know, we started picking at each other, and we were back at each other's throats again because we expected this to do something that it didn't do. So um, the failure of that album to do what it was supposed to do was probably one of the major reasons why we ended up going our separate ways. There were other reasons but that was one of the main reasons flash flash forward nearly and i I hate to do this you johnny flash forward nearly Uh 50 years (laughs) 50 years and you're still and you're coming over you're coming over to the uk and i'm gonna read out some of the dates in a bit you're coming over to the uk with baby lemonade anyone who knows Uh the history of love knows that that was well they they were kind of arthur's backup band they were love for perhaps the longest than any other group i think that he worked with oh way longer than anybody these guys since the 90s yeah yeah. and they're an amazing band and they they play the music like it's on the record but they they kick it up the backside man they i mean they really really rock um you're doing a tour with them um how come how why why is that happening 10 years since arthur passed well, that's what it is. We're, we're kind of recognizing the tenth 
uh, anniversary of Arthur's passing, but also the 50th anniversary of the first Love album and us being called Love from, you know, we were the grassroots first and then we became Love after after, uh, initially wanting to kind of fight it out in court and we decided we'd just change our name rather than fight Lou Adler, who had kind of co-opted the name Grassroots from us. So anyway, this time would be the 50th anniversary of that. And so we decided that uh, the U.K. is one of our favorite places to be. We just have wonderful, wonderful friends over there, and we thought this would be great. We're just going to get up and go over and play some music. And so um, we worked it out with promotion and um, bad paintings, and here we are. Well, it, it, it's happening. I've I've seen you um, play with Arthur before, and just it was. I mean, oh man, I saw you in uh, what I saw you in Brighton, and it was just the joy. You really look like you're enjoying yourself, and it must it Absolutely. must be weird fifty years later, man, to still be playing those songs. Yes, it is, but it, it, it is just a blast because besides the people that from back in the day that support us, and of course, we have a whole new audience of younger people that come out to see us and they know the songs. You can see them singing along with us and they're every bit as enthused as the people were back when we started. So this is just a fantastic journey for us. It, it's to to um, co-opt the phrase it's been a long strange trip and now <laughs> it's just you know kind it ain't of, finished yet man it ain't finished yet oh absolutely not we're not finished we're going to do this and this uh, year and then next year we're going to do an extended tour of europe possibly australia and the uk and so it's going to be a much much longer tour so we're looking forward to that and uh, besides this time i'll be playing at the london music festival um i believe well i won't say who i'm playing with let's just say no. I'll, be, I'll be playing with some no, 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 okay. astonishingly Don't, good musicians give it give us you've got to get jo- no johnny come on you've got to give us a hint who you're playing with <laughs> well that's just a very very well-known group of individuals who were influenced by love and they've honored me with uh wow. an invitation wow. to stand up on stage oh and play man with. listen some of the dates it's june and july that you're over here with with love revisited if you want to see all the dates i've just tweeted it if you go to love dash revisited dot com uh the first one i've got is manchester on the 23rd of june it goes to liverpool york norwich london Froome, coventry southampton on the 2nd of july i'm coming sir i hope i can get a photo with you if that's okay and also oh, uh brighton but yeah i'm going to come to the southampton one are you going to do any more recording johnny are, are there any kind yes, of like oh go on what's happening go on yeah, we have a, well, it's, it's entitled, this is a working title, it's Gethsemane. And these are songs that were meant to be on Forever Changes. Remember, I told you they kind of reneged yeah. on the promise. Anyway, there are these songs that oh. were meant to be on that that I'm working on completing. And oh. um, so that's that's the next project. And, and what state are they in? Are, are they kind of like demos and stuff that was recorded in the 60s, or are you doing it from scratch? Well, they're uh, completion of songs that we were working on in the 60s that never finished. Like, we had a whole list of songs that we were working on and just didn't have the time to finish them. So um, I'm finishing, like the songs on uh, For Sale, many of them were songs that the original Love worked on, and they wound up on that album. So uh, we have a a, a good catalog of material (laughs) that was never released. So Have you got any idea when that's coming out? That sounds very, very sexy, sir. 
Actually, I'm not certain, but hopefully oh, in the man. very near future it'll be finished and, and ready for release. Johnny, it, uh, it's such a, it, honestly, it's such a thrill to talk to you. I'm going to come and see you guys in Southampton. Uh, Southampton, I'm, I'm so excited, and it's so good to hearing you sounding well and sounding healthy and sounding, you know, full of love, man. So thank you so much. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure, and thank you so much for having me. Absolute pleasure. Johnny Eccles, what, a, what an absolute legend from the rock group Love. Honestly, you cannot spend a few quid any better than going and buying um, Forever Changes on CD. It is just an absolute joy. I've written an article about Love as well, which is hopefully going to be in a copy of um, Record Collector in the next uh, couple of months or so. Um, I've just tweeted at Ian Lee if you want to go and see the tour dates. It's also love-revisited.com. I'm going to be in Southampton because now I, now I work weeknights. My gig access is limited, although I'm taking two dates off to go and see Mickey Dolan's at the Cavern and to go and see the Bare Naked Ladies at the Roundhouse. Backstage passes. Oh, yeah, sure. Backstage passes, me and the kids. Oh, yeah, 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 that'll be, that'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I been emailing Ed today? And I, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He said he sort of backstage passes for me and the kids. That's fine. Uh, but very excited about seeing um, love. That's it, guys. That's your lot. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Ed, as always. Uh, I should remind you, dear listener, we have a daily podcast. There are some naughty people out there who podcast the whole show. I, I mean, that that is just outrageous behaviour. And we certainly, certainly cannot condone that in any way whatsoever. But I, I generally tell them off on Twitter, so keep following me on Twitter to find out who I'm telling off. Uh, but there, even if you do go and listen to that, please download the uh, legitimate one. You can get it on iTunes. Or you can get it from uh, your usual podcast provider. It all kind of, you know, helps in these early days. And if you want to send me an email, ian at ianlee.com. That's it. That's your lot. Back tomorrow at 10. Oh, it's Jim Dale tomorrow. Very exciting. Talk Radio. 24-hour radio debate and entertainment. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.